That's where you should start now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. Okay. So, episode seven. Welcome, everybody, to the NPCs. Oh, we're starting. Here we go. Yeah, we are. So, you got your mic turned on and everything? I do. I'm good to go. I know, well, I know yours is. Yeah, I'm good to go. Yay! I assumed he was always talking to me. <laughs> All right. So, Brandon is not here tonight. He is just not here tonight. We carry on. Um, so let's just kick off with what we normally go into for our podcast is what is everybody playing? Dan, what do you got? <sighs> Don't sigh at me. So I'm still just mostly Fire Emblem. Uh, I finished my first playthrough at around 66 and a half, 67 hours. It's too much. It's, it's so meaty, but it, but it was as soon as I finished... I was excited to start my second playthrough. New Game Plus does carry over your time. So you can actually see how long you put it once you do all the playthroughs. Um, so I'm, I'm going to do all four paths. I'm going to assume I'm going to be probably around 200 hours <laughs> once I'm done with that game fully. A combination of New Game and New Game Plus? Correct. Damn. Yeah. Because I'm going to keep New Game Plusing every time you beat it with a different path. you got to do the three houses, and then there's another path. And then, honestly, I might even play <laughs> the fifth time, recruit everyone immediately, get everyone's stats min-maxed, and like have an actual main playthrough. Jesus Christ. This sounds awful. I mean, <laughs> it, takes him, it takes him four playthroughs to get to the fifth where he can have everything. I don't even... I mean, I can, I can do that and, now, but... I want to kind of experience the story of each house. Mm-hmm. I want to experience that with those characters. Wow, okay. And then once I know the whole story, I mean, I could obviously just look it up, but I'm not going to. But once I know the whole story, then I'm like, okay, now I can do whatever I feel like, and that's going to be my official, like, overpowered everyone playthrough. I don't know how you can play that back-to-back-to-back like that. That's, and, you know, some games I can't. Many. You know, like, like when I played the Arkham Asylum recently, and I... Hopped into Arkham City. I was like, this is too much. I need to break into something else. For some reason, with this game, I'm not experiencing any kind of fatigue. After 67, that's ridiculous. I could not do that. Yeah, and then the plan of repeating it five times to actually get to that point. That just... I I can play a game. I mean, I've got over a thousand hours sunk into, like, Counter-Strike Go. And, of course, there's no story there. But I can't imagine a story, like, 70, 80 hours into a story, though. That's just nuts. That's dedication. I mean, kudos to you for that type of dedication to a game. It also speaks about the actual game itself. It does. That I'm invested enough to, like, it doesn't bother me that I'm spending this much time on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm still excited to see what happens. The, the first half of the game, obviously, I'm going through it much quicker. I'm skipping everything because the first half is relatively the same until after the time jump five years passes. Mm-hmm. And then each house has a different path and i you know my main first playthrough you you still see everybody you see the other two houses and how they've changed how they've grown up and like i see the leader of of the blue lion's house and he's all of a sudden missing an eye and he's like super pissed he's a completely different character and i'm like i can't wait to see how that happened and why that happened and and what his motivations are and so, like, they, the characters are all well-developed enough to where I do care about their motivations. So, 
it's something to me that's still I'm excited. Even my second playthrough, I'm like, I can't wait to get to this, the new content, and then I even can't wait to finish it so I can see the other third path and the fourth path. Hmm. So I'm glad you got your sixty dollars out of this game. For oh, sure. I sure <laughs> did. Yeah, he really. I, he, yeah, that's he, the only great thing I can say about. They this. even have a they even have a season pass where they got like the full year planned out, and they even have uh, the end of. No, it's the beginning of next year. I think February or March of 2020, they have even more story content. So that will give you another reason to do a sixth playthrough. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I will do one playthrough on it, and then I will be done. <laughs> I won't I won't play it again for a long time. You feel long. after 60, that's, 70 hours sunk in, that's that's it? That's I won't even... I'm sure you've done just about everything in them. Yes. I won't do everything. You just want to do straight I, story, no, no side quest, I, I, nothing. No, I will do side quest stuff, but then at a certain point, it will hit me to be like, okay, I'm done with this game. It was the same thing with Witcher, Elder Scrolls, any of those games. At a certain point, I'm just done with the game. Let's streamline the story and finish this shit. Oh, okay. Right. What about you then, Preston? Oh, I'm playing mucho. So because of Gamescom, I got sucked back into my uh, Mortal Kombat since they announced those characters, so I decided I'm going to play those. So I bought the uh, the combat pass. What was it called? It was on sale for thirty. So I wanted to try Nightwolf and Shinsung. See how they are. Nightwolf's got the best fatality in the game now. We need to make you watch it. He just buries this guy's tomahawk in this guy's jaw and rips off the rest of his body from the jaw. All I saw <laughs> so was the character good. announcement. I didn't actually see any of the the moves or any actual gameplay of them. So well, they're they're, they're on staggered release. So. It was Shane Sung was like a month and a half ago. Nightwolf just came out like two weeks ago, and then who's next? I think Terminator's next. T eight hundred next, and yeah. the wow. first week in October. Yeah, Terminator, then Sindel, then Joker, and then Spawn. Okay. And they're just staggered releases, and that's going through March of next year. So they're set for their whole year plan, but still a really good game. Uh, I'm starting to learn the other characters now. Um, you should go through the tutorial with me, Dan. It was they started teaching you how to build combos a lot better, so that's a pretty cool little system there. So that's we played more of that. Yeah, I made Dan try it out so he could see how awesome Nightwolf is, and he's okay. <laughs> but they had the actor who played Shane Sung from the movie. Remember the old '90s movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's they used his character model, so it's pretty sweet. They didn't bring him back to voice him, did they? No, they did. Yeah, did they really? Yeah, yeah, it's him, yeah. all him. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's the voice. That too. is wonderful. Yeah, it was pretty. I love well, they, that. They did that just for the regular game because he shows up at, when you go to the crypt the very first time because you're on his island, Shane's on his island, I, and he's there. I was like, oh my god, that's him. Well, I noticed the model looked really close, but it seemed a little beefier though. It seemed like he was a little bit more filled in in the face and that compared to what he looked like in the movie. And so it, it looked it looked close though. That's what made me a little excited for it. But now hearing that it was based off of that, on top of the voice yeah. of the actual actor coming back to voice him, I. I think that's my new favorite character out of all that. It's he was pretty fun because he has that cool morphing ability where he'll switch into the other characters like reptile slide or rains. Um. And he even has a soul suck, so whoever he's fighting, if he lands it, he becomes that person for a little bit too. And then if you go into the start menu, it's their moves are listed. <laughs> for so the, for a short amount of time, he can do everything that that character can do. Yes, yeah, yeah, and so you, like get, if, you get their whole list of combos and stuff when you go into the menu. It's no longer Shane Sung's. Stuff. Has he had an ability like that in any other version of the? Uh, Mortal Kombat games? Yeah, you in the first two you could do that. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you can you could switch and you could you could play the other character. You just had to know how to do it though. They didn't give you the list of moves. It was just something you had to know. That was still pretty cool. That is neat. For anyway. someone who's mastered like the entire game, he's going to be a nightmare. 
Oh yeah, especially oh yeah, that's gonna be a big thing. Yeah, watch a pro play him. Yeah, that'd be insane. Any of them though, like any person, I'll be like, how did you do that? Because there'll be people like Cetrion where I'm like, she is so slow. I don't even want to play her. And then I'll watch a pro play. I was like, oh my god, she's amazing. I want to learn how to play her. But I'm not good enough to play any of them, and I still won't play online. I still like those towers of time. Some people don't. I think they're a great thing just to sit there while you're watching TV or something and play them for 30 minutes, get a shitload of coins and stuff. But anyway, so that one, um, I played more DMC5. I did about four or five missions, so I got through Nero, and now I'm starting V, the second character who uses the summons. Man, you have to like Devil May Cry to play that game. Like that combat, it does so. It just feels so fucking clunky to me. I, I, I played the demo when they they give that exclusive for the Xbox, and I was just not. It didn't. It didn't hook me. No, it's none of none of it does. Like it looks pretty. I get it, and it's got a cool story. It's goofy. I like that part. I like that the characters have such deep move sets and stuff, but. The actual combat itself feels so fucking sluggish as compared to even something like Bayonetta. I thought Bayonetta played way fucking better than this or the God of Wars or anything or even just the new DMC they had. Yeah, these just feel so clunky. That lock on, it's the worst lock on I think I've ever seen because I maybe you get to change it in the settings or something. But if you lock on, you have to hold down. I played on PlayStation, so R1 and you'll lock onto the character. You cannot use a flick stick. To switch to characters, you have to toggle it on and off, and hopefully it just picks up one. But you don't know who it's going to pick up. Sometimes it picks up the person closest to you. Sometimes it picks up the person all the way across the map. So I don't even understand how their lock-on works. It's one of the worst. I was fighting a boss today, and it was projectile-based, so she would throw out projectiles, and you could launch, and you could damage her projectiles and use them to launch yourself towards her. But it was so hard to time because you didn't know what the fuck you were targeting, and there's so much shit you have to dodge. It was really pissing me off. And the very fact that you said that there's no toggle for the lock-on, like, ew. <laughs> well, I mean, you just either hold it or if you're holding well, armor I mean, like, or to, 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 yeah, you to can't, yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't flick stick, and that, I don't understand the like, logic of that. That seems like that would be like a default thing you would need if in you're going to have any hack a and fast slash pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, maybe it's in the settings or something, and I'm just stupid and I can't find it. But oh my god, I was getting so beyond pissed about that and if there's no way for you to change it now that you've discovered it that's gonna really suck if you're gonna try to keep going now through the rest of the game because i couldn't imagine playing that it was frustrating it took the loss i was on took me six tries because i couldn't fucking figure out how to fucking target these things it was just pissing me off so i'll have to see if there's something better i can do with that the new character that was kind of cool yeah um he v he doesn't even have uh he has a cane that he finishes you off with, but he just sends soul summons out at people. And so your whole objective is to just kind of keep doing combos and stuff, but avoid as much as you can because you go down really quickly and you can't actually hurt demons except for the killing blow. He's got, he's just something completely different. I kind of liked him, but, and he's a real jackass. He just sits there and reads poetry as like his taunt. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. He just busts out some verse in the middle of a fight. I'm like, oh my God, you're amazing. You are such a douchebag. It was so cool. Like I said, the style of it is just so cool. You should need to see the girl. Have you seen the girl who drives the van? I have, and I've heard her, and I'm like, Ooh. doesn't she sound like Kita? Like to me, it's like, what the fuck is that accent? <laughs> it reminds me I, of Kita so much, and I'm like, I never made that comparison. Maybe, yeah, it, I mean, it's not actually Kita's accent, but I'm like, it's an accent. Like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> it's so like a I, southern I do not accent like how, from how a different place. Exaggerated it is. Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, I played a little more Sinking City. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I, 
I somehow keep going by by hours. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm like, I was like, you keep playing it, but like, I don't know why. Just, your opinion of it gets lower and lower. It's getting, yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't know, man. That combat's just stupid. I don't even care about this fucking story. I'm probably not going to end up finishing it because it's really long. And I, it doesn't hold my attention for more than 45 to an hour and a half before I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. How much this time is, have you put into it already? Or should I say, have you sunk into Probably eight it? hours. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. About eight hours. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm that one. Uh, started Spyro, the new tril- uh, the remastered trilogy. Did you play mm-hmm. those ones? The old Spyros? I did play the old ones. I yeah. haven't tried out the remastered trilogy, They're, though. How is it? It's very loyal to its stuff. Like, it's it's the same thing as Crash was. It's a remake of those games. Um, it reminds me, though, that Spyro was not ever really a good game. It's so easy to kill any bad guy in that game. It's not even... Like, Crash was hard. I kept dying on Crash. I'm like, God, I fucking suck at games. But not Spyro. I'm just running through everything. I've don't, I, I've already 100%ed the first half of the first game. And I have had no challenge in this game whatsoever. So I'm thinking maybe those were much more children's games that I remember. But it is still kind of cool to see how pretty Spyro can be. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of fun. But uh, it feels really quick, though, on Spyro. It, feel, or feels, it felt natural to get back into, though, like in regards to how Spyro played back yeah, then. It's, yeah, the controls are very intuitive like that. You, I almost picked it up and knew exactly what the fuck I was doing again. And then since you have more buttons than you did on the original PlayStation controllers, they, uh, you can use trigger for, like, fire or circle was what it was normally, but... So they, you have many options in that as far as it goes. It was easy just to jump back in. Reminds me of Spider-Man, how it's like, once you're in it, it's like, yeah, this feels fucking good. Oh, okay. That kind of thing. I uh, started with Splinter Cell Blacklist. That's a good fucking game, man. It is. This is your first time playing it? Yeah. I've always, I, I've tried to start it like three or four times, but I keep, for, I lost some bar on my PlayStation at one time, and then I had moved. A bunch of shit kept happening, so I've had to restart it again, but... That's a good fucking game, man. I like the open world idea of it. It's going to select your missions. It has a lot of customization for Sam Fisher. I don't like that Sam Fisher is not voiced by the same guy. What's his name? Ironside, something like that. Michael Michael Ironside or something. That sounds that sounds right. That sounds I think right, yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. I think that's who it is. it's not the same guy, and it drives me fucking nuts because it's such a different voice. He sounds more like Nathan Drake or something, and I'm like, dude, this is wrong. I didn't even know I was looking at Sam Fisher at first. Because it looks a little better than the other ones. And I'm like, I was like, is, is, is that Sam Fisher? And, but then he talks. I'm like, no, it's not Sam Fisher. That's not his voice. And they're like, hey, Sam. I was like, holy shit, it's Sam Fisher. It's got good customization, though. Um, I really wish we had done the co-op. I didn't know it had co-op. Yeah, the co-op is a lot of fun. Is it? Did you do yeah. that with your brother? Or? Yeah, um, but the co-op is also, it's not. I mean, it's it's separate. So right. it's just like, you know, just do missions. Well, there's like actual ones that are story based, though. There, there are some, yeah, but I never, I didn't delve too deeply into the co-op, but it was, it was more just to like test it and see what it was like. Okay. And and from what little bit I did play of it, it was fun. I want to see what they because they have like different side missions that you can do for the people on your headquarters base, whatever the plane, and they will unlock something specific for it, but those are co-op missions that you can do solo or co-op, and I want to see what those unlock. I just haven't gotten far enough. I've only done three mm-hmm. missions, so we'll see. And I still haven't beaten Mega Man 11. Fuck that game. I'm... <laughs> it's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play it. It takes so True long. True to its roots, I guess. Is it what? True to its roots, I yes, guess. It really, really takes you back to the frustrations of it's NES, like, God, you're SNES pissing me days. off. Dude. And yeah, it's... Oh, man, those days were... 
three lives whole game. Yeah, I cheated. I went to five. (laughs) (laughs) But that's all I've been playing. Well, that's not all. That's a lot of stuff, but that's a lot of shit, Travis. All right, not just two games, like, or one, like Dan, for the last fucking six years. Sorry, man. It's going to take me another 150 hours before I move on. (laughs) We'll be up to to our 100th episode by the time he's finished. I beat Assassin's Creed 150 (laughs) hours in a month. You should be done by now. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Well, that is different from Assassin's Creed. Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> I was my 150 hours. I remember. Like that's a, that's a great that's you. a great example yeah. of something like I would I should have just stopped when I was done with the game, but I just wanted to see everything in it. But I was not having fun at all playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So it's good to see that you're doing that with Fire Emblem. And you're actually still having fun through each playthrough. Isn't does enough change through each one? Um, for the first for the first part of it, no. Um, even like. Because the whole game is like based on you get a schedule every month. And the end of the month is your story mission. That mission stays the same no matter what house you pick. And I thought that was going to be a little different, but that's, that's not. So the first 12 chapters are pretty much identical. Um, the only thing different, obviously, is the dialogue between the leaders and all their, all their people in the house because they're different characters. But... Um, after the time jump, it's it's completely different. So it actually is. There like you go. Literally <laughs> one part, and then it it literally branches off into into four separate stories that are completely different. So there is enough difference in the last portion of the last half of the game to to keep it fresh. And like I said, I'm kind of skipping through the the first half more because I do know most of it. So um, these playthroughs won't take quite as long, but yeah, there, there's there's enough of a difference in the last half of each playthrough to to warrant going through it again and again. So thirty hours in is different. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can get That's the, a big ass. You can get to the first twelve <laughs> chapters in probably five to six hours now. Still a long Cause time. Because I don't I don't need the tutorials. I'm not wandering around the monastery like oh what's going on. It's just so like, weird. You can even, do this for one game and then even for every other games week. You can't. Even every week, the people are in the same locations in the monastery. So, like, I know where to go to talk to everybody, and I know everything now. So I can, what would normally take me an hour to go through a monastery to talk to everyone and figure out, I can do it in about ten minutes now. So I can cut down a lot of the first half of the game and really just kind of focus more on the story in the second half. Hmm. It's not too bad. What is this you're playing here, Travis? I'm looking. What is this stuff? (laughs) <laughs> what is this first one here so i uh have a friend who spun up a kerbal space program multiplayer <sighs> server so it multiplayer is not a main part of the game it's a mod and luckily it's just something you just download off to the side with it you don't need to do anything special other than just download the actual multiplayer pack and then just drop it into a uh, what is it, the actual repository where the game is at on your hard drive so dropped it in there, put in the IP information for a server, and so I've been playing that, um, hoping to be able to get more people to hop on there so we can start building out uh, different things going in orbit around Kerbin and Moon, and I'm going to start working on a geostationary orbit communication system between Earth and Moon, or Kerbin and Moon. So Is this like a team building your little getting to the moon? 
Can uh, I guess I guess you could say that, yeah. Or I mean, are you someone's... guys competing to see who gets there? No, first. I think it's just going to be more of collaborative than anything. It's collaborative. It can be. You could do whatever you want in there. Honestly, it's just it's Kerbal Space Program, but it's just hosted on someone else's machine. That's it. How many people can? I don't know actually. I don't know how much. I would assume it's just the amount of processing power that the host machine can handle versus the network connection. Can you kill anybody? You can kill the Kerbins, but you can't kill each other. I mean, uh, it's not how that really works. There's no sab- is there sabotage? I don't know. I will find out, and I will let you know. I want to see. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm doing all the things that a multi- shitty-ass multiplayer person would do. Like, just tweak it with someone's <laughs> spaceship. See you later. Yeah, like, <laughs> could you send them a different direction or something? Just tweak, just tweak one of the motors or one of the engines so it's just tilted the wrong direction. So even as they take off, it's like, why is everything pushing to the left, to the left? Why am I going down? Boom. Yeah. That's, and kill have everybody. you seen Purple Space Program? I've seen a little bit of it, but it wasn't ever like something Man, you gotta that be a was... fucking genius to play that game. Yeah. You really do, <laughs> it's like, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's a really fucking impressive game. But in my own single player, I would I've never got, play that fucking. Game. In my own single player game right now, I've got one Kerbin that's still floating around the moon right now that I need to go grab, and then the guy I put up there to actually go recover the guy around the moon, I ran out of fuel. I got him in just enough to put him around uh, Kerbin, so he's floating around right now, and so I've got to figure out. Fuel ratios. It really was. It was. Like, how do I was get actually, this fucker back? That was a whole thing. That's why I was doing it. Was because it was. This is the fiftieth anniversary of Apollo Eleven this year. Okay. So I played that just in celebration of it, and sure enough, I, I, I guess I failed. I mean, they can't die, really. I mean, you can put in mods to make it a hardcore level thing that they require food, oxygen water and so on all the resources that they need to survive <laughs> you can if you want but in reality they can just float there as long as you know i have the game installed on my oh computer oh my god i don't want any of that it's still yeah it, oh my it's god not that for game everybody. sounds so much it's not for everybody i i dude i respect dude, the hell out of that game like i've absolutely. seen some cool fucking shit on that it's the yeah. same thing in, like minecraft i've seen some really cool fucking shit there's a guy i, I follow on it. youtube who actually made a set of iron man armor out of stock parts he used a mod for some engineering tweaks to be able to in offer space like program or yeah, Kerbal Space Program. Yeah, he actually made a set of Iron Man armor. Like most, of, all it does just flies around. Right, it doesn't actually shoot anything or that. But he made armor. So after we're done recording, I'll find the video for you and show you. But he made it out of I'm stock parts. All of and the only, <laughs> yeah, the only mod he added is an engineering one to allow for finer tweaks of connecting parts. But all it is is just a Kerbin that hops into a little chair, and it's it looks more like iron monger suit than it does iron man's based on just the actual size of it but i still just love the idea that someone fucking did that i will dream too yeah i will uh find that after we're done recording and show you guys uh and then the other two has been uh super hot still working through that one i played about an hour of that one last night and you're like halfway through then i guess i would assume so i did just one sit down yeah yeah it's short as shit but i fucking love that game yeah, Dan when, but Dan doesn't like good games. That's fun. It's definitely different than what I thought it was. I figured it was just what's going on. What you am I just, funny noise? What are you doing? <laughs> okay, uh, I figured it was just going around shooting these. these How far have you people. gotten? Like, what's the low? Um, the last thing I can immediately remember that I did was that I punched myself in the back of the head. But what, uh, like, what are the weapons that you're using right now? Oh, oh. Uh, right. We've got shotguns, assault rifles, katanas. Oh, you're, um, oh yeah, you're. Oh yeah, I'm, okay, I'm yeah. way through okay. there. But no, I got past the point where you actually like punch yourself in the back of the head, and you get that ability to do body swapping with enemies when they're around too. That's a good one. Yeah, I like the 
I think one of my favorite levels was the baseball bat one, where it starts you off in like in that a, cage. In the, yeah, in the cage. Yeah. The group, and I just love picking up that baseball bat and fucking bashing someone's head, throwing it at the next guy, grabbing it again, and bashing this guy. And by the end of it, I was like, God, that looks so fucking cool. I know you don't like it, Dan, but. And then the last one, is of it course, it's not seventy hours long. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of like I was like, okay, God, I don't know. If it you didn't can... really expand as much as I wanted it to. I don't know if you can make this game like that much longer though than like how long is it that's exactly like how long like, do you like, feel that's what i thought i was like it gives me a good taste of something where i'm like god i want this in every game. how long is it is it like what five hours at most or maybe even, yeah something like i that. think it was for me it's like three three and it, a half. yeah it's short as hell but okay okay, okay. something really short though. i don't know how you would expand that out to be like a 60 70 hour game unless you somehow well, it doesn't need to be merged. that long but yeah unless you merged elements of it with something like mirror's edge as an example, I would see that I could see those games potentially together as like one series almost or a collaboration between the two. I feel like it's a, such a because it, I don't want to say it's a gimmick, but it's like such a specific me- mechanic that I feel like too much of it. You're going to get it, that's real old real quick. So I like that it's so fucking short, but I'm the guy who likes short games. I don't like I want my taste of what you're giving me. And like, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the next thing. All right. Uh, and then besides that, just. Apex Legends. I'm getting really pissed off at that game, though, right now. I Are you pissed at it or EA? I was going to say, on a scale of 1 to 200, <laughs> how much money have you given them so far? A, I am fortunate to say that I've given them none. That's the, the only thing I've given them is my time and uh, my patience. That's about it. That's all wearing really thin right now because I'm finding as time goes on, I am getting to be worse and worse at video games. I am getting to be terrible. I think maybe the comp like if that seems like one of those games like if you're not on there every day, you lose. There's there's a I'm assuming yeah. there's a huge decay. Yeah, like it's like, it's hard to get back into it. And shit. And like there there can be yeah it's I would say that for every battle royale game is that if you don't continue to play like a, each character in Apex Legends offers something different and if you don't play as that one character all the time and you sink at minimum maybe three four hours into the game a day yeah you can't just set it you can't go and play for an hour and expect to be a casual game (laughs) yeah you can't expect to be the winner yeah it's not casual that's crazy yeah you it's the same with PUBG. it's the same with fortnite it's uh that's why i don't play those games because i'm so busy playing everything else i don't have time to be great at a shooter require a certain amount of dedication for sure no, but compared to compared to story-based games, though, is that it's easy enough to just go in and spin up a game. It's just easy enough to get in and launch it and start playing. It's not something you have to sit back and watch cutscenes of and learn who characters are and just make your way through progression. It's just more of a, okay, I'm going to hop in and start shooting people. If I die, okay, go back out to the lobby, reload, and you start up a game again. And some of the coolest like Eve, shit happens in those kinds of games, like moments that you'll just remember. Like Dead by Daylight for us, that's the same kind of thing where it's just, I cannot believe that just fucking happened. That's, that's what Apex and PUBG and those games are for those That's where it is with me watching like Fortnite. Like I'll watch little clips here and there just as they come up and just watching people on PC alone building out these these intricate structures to be able to protect themselves and get themselves higher up than the competition. I try that, like even on Switch alone it's tough, but I tried it on PC for a little while I couldn't get it. And I'm wondering if some of these like professional players outside of sinking all the time in have one of those higher quality gaming mice that have like the number buttons on the side of it so they can map in all of the I different tools. Yeah. Guys, yeah, absolutely. It's just a, I just can't see it playing on a, mou- a standard mouse and keyboard how you can be that good at it 
and of course it's just yeah it's it's such a time sink that it's you can't just take a break I don't play shitty ass Fortnite because i don't mm. want them to take my money or my time dan i don't even like it i hate it i hate it i hate PUBG. i liked apex and now i hate it i like Overwatch. apex was the only one that i kind of i like Overwatch still though i got in but that was Mainly because of the Titanfall Pub? references. We should play Overwatch. Let's just, all we should play. Yeah, so, but with PUBG, Next week, though. Overwatch. <laughs> I don't want to see anything else. No Fire Emblem for you. <laughs> biggest thing that I'll say on PUBG is that it is getting better, but the size of the maps and the amount of time that you can go before you see somebody, like if you drop in and you get yourself kitted so well, like the weapons and armor and everything, you get yourself set up so well, and then you spent maybe 20 minutes crossing the map, and then boom, you're dead. That's what pisses me off. It's the, the time walking simulator. Is what the walking? Yes, simulator. exactly. It's uh, fortunately it's like Skyrim. You can hit one of the buttons on your keyboard and you can just auto run and just sit back there and look around with your mouse and wait for somebody. But it's that part of it that also frustrates me is that you could take all this time to get all this awesome loot and then twenty minutes later you're getting close to a point where there's maybe ten people alive still. Then you're dead. You haven't killed anybody. You've just taken the time to get to where they are and you're dead. I feel that much more in PUBG that, than I did in Apex, though. That's exactly, yeah. yeah. Apex is fast enough. It's fast-paced enough that you're you're going to be able to find people relatively quick. Right. How like, within five minutes. How many maps are they up to in PUBG? Uh, PUBG, they are up to, I want to say four, potentially five now. Four or five? Yeah, they still Last have. Last time I saw it was a two. Yeah. So. They revamped Erangel, which was the original map that it launched with. Right. The, the Russian military base-looking one. Uh, they revamped that with some new textures, some new buildings, uh, and made it look a lot cleaner. And then now starting to reintroduce the weather functions as well, too. So like fog and rain. Uh, let's see. Then there was Sandhawk, which is the... That was the third map. That's the like Southeast Asia, uh, kind of like Thailand, um, Philippines area. Uh, Miramar, which is the desert area. That's like kind of being in New Mexico or Texas along the um, U.S.-Mexico border at least with the design style that you see on that map. And then there's a winter map, but I can't remember the name of it, though. Hmm. There was supposedly a fifth one, but I can't remember what the fifth one is, though, either. Sorry, Dan's not Fire Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's like, why are we not talking about more Fire Emblem? <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong, I like PUBG. I just haven't played it lately, though, so it would definitely take a few weeks to is actually it like get comfortable. It's just not even interesting, like you're dying too soon or something like that. So it's not even becoming fun anymore. Exactly. That was the big part of it. I think it's just the skill set. You get people who sink all that time into the one game and it comes back to Fortnite and apex legends. Hell anything, even overwatch could be used as an example. Is apex starting to do that for you too now though? It is. Yeah. It's starting to become one of those that is just too much of a time sink. And I'm fortunate that it was free. PUBG I did end up paying for. So yeah, that's one thing. Of course I can definitely see myself maybe putting some more time into, but yeah, the time sink can definitely drain you and kill you. It's just too bad that there's not some kind of matchmaking system like in overwatch where it's got some kind of rating where it can, it can gauge how good you are though. They actually do have that now in apex. They do have a ranked system now they have. So ranked. Well, ranked. That's a whole separate mode though. Oh, you're just talking overall. Just, yeah, just like, just like a quick play. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. You would okay. So you'd expect in the quick play based on how well you do on the stats that obviously are server side right. that they can see of you that they would match you up to people that right. are comparable. That would be great. It I doesn't feel like any of those games do that outside of competitive. And yeah, for, and for me, I'm I used to do competitive Overwatch. You know, season three through eight or so. That's just not a stress I want anymore. <laughs> I will do competitive 
portions of games like Overwatch with people, though, with friends who who are also up there and who also enjoy competitive. Mm-hmm. I will do that with them on my own. You have to queue up just right. And luckily, they have the looking for group option in Overwatch now. So you can put in what you want to play as and um, kind of like the skill set that you're looking for in group. You can even put in the uh, uh, what's the um, what's that new ranking thing that they have to uh, where you can actually gauge people based on sportsmanship, shot collar. Um, oh, the endorsement. Endorsements. Yeah. Thank you. You can actually set endorsements level like I don't want to play with anybody below a three. And so, of course, it might take a while. But you can find people that are rated three and above to play with because they've been ones who have been uh, listed by other players as as just good teammates. So you might end up but with somebody or a group of people who are really good and you get along with them just fine. Or you can end up with a complete crapshoot and then, okay, there's more wasted time. So I generally try to queue up for competitive with friends. And it's the same with PUBG. Apex Legends, the only person I play with is my son right now. I don't know anybody else on PC who plays it or nobody's stepped forward to do it. So, yeah, it's kind of going back to what we were saying, though, is that, yeah, Apex is getting that way for me, that it's becoming enough of a time sink that I'm just not having much fun with it anymore. And now that I've subscribed to Game Pass and I've got all these things queuing up that you guys can see yeah. in front of us right now. I'm pretty excited I can, now. Yeah, I can check out Dead by Daylight. I can check out Hollow Knight. I got mm-hmm. Halo 5 Guardians to play, Gears of War 4 to get ready for uh, Gears of War 5 coming out. So And there's quite a bit. So I think I'm okay to start transitioning back to console. I just need to get it all set up so I can stream to Twitch. But yeah, buddy. That's it. That's the way to do it. So that was a longer bit there on the game side, but we got through that no problem. So let's move on to our next section in gaming news. And, of course, this week like was uh, Gamescom, but we'll get to that here in a second because we have a giant list in our queue here of uh, Gamescom stuff to talk about. But Oh, we'll move through it quickly. Though. Oh, yeah, we will. Um, first thing I have here on our list, and this one comes from Kotaku, of course, everybody else is still reporting it too, is that GameStop lays off over 100 people, including nearly half of Game Informer staff. And Big surprise there. So yeah. Nobody. And so, of course, for the for audience, of course, uh, Brandon, Preston, and Dan all worked for GameStop at one point in time here in the last, actually, last 10 years. I mean, it's been a while since you guys have actually been with GameStop. I think the most recent one was Brandon, wasn't it? Like only a couple years me, ago? It was oh, was it you, Preston? Okay. No, no, it was Brandon, because as soon as Emily left, I left. Yeah, because Brandon came out to work for us over at my company a couple of years ago. Actually, Brandon so, might have been at the same time, because I told Brandon, I w- but I wasn't yeah. already working. But, basically. I mean, with what you guys, I mean, fair enough. since you guys kind of know how all that stuff works out, I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, from a, from a former employee standpoint. It, like I said, it's really not surprising. Yeah. I mean, with, with especially the transition to more digital content downloading games and everything it's just so much easier there's there's really becoming a less of a need for a brick and mortar store where you go in and get a physical game and do a trade in um so this is honestly it's 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 inevitable um i'm really not sure how much longer i don't think the company is really going to last too much longer um so to hear all these layoffs and stuff i just think it's it's kind of a it's a precursor to what's what's to come. Well, they did just close all those Think Geek brick and mortar stores. The few of them that exist, or I don't know if they closed. No, they closed the online shop for Think Geek just recently because mm-hmm. GameStop owns Think Geek. Right. I think they closed a couple of the brick and mortar stores, but they're transitioning all of that pop culture, geeky stuff into the store now. I mean, 
going into the GameStop in the mall. It, it's a, a toy store. A now. quarter of it, yeah, is a toy store. I mean, I get. I mean, that's where I got my my Power Ranger figures at over there on the um, Entertainment Center. Mm-hmm. But that, yeah, that's exactly what it's come down to. And is it going to go? I mean, from your guys' opinion, do you think it's going to go the way that Fye did, where Fye was a big kind of catch-all for movies, music? Um, video games to now how we see it or at least how we see it here locally where it's they have some small music sections they do sell movies but a lot of it is more of the pop culture type stuff posters pop vinyls um those weird japanese snack loot boxes that they have all over the place too um you know do you think that's kind of the next thing for gamestop is to even scale down on just games alone too i don't even i think they're gone i don't think they can survive anymore like i guess that's the next step because they've already done that for most like most of their stores over yeah. half of it is now just merchandise for like shirts um your stupid toys whatever it, you want it do. really just it feels more like a like a last ditch effort like clawing for yeah but they any have. bit of breath that they can they can muster but uh i really do think that they for and the most they, part they're 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 pretty sunk so. yeah and they've been treating their employees like shit in the last Fucking ten years compared well, to I mean, what, even on that side, we were, like, we were we were there when they start before it all started going down. Right. Yeah, I mean, we we can personally attest to it. Where mm-hmm. you know stores weren't were getting they had less, hours to get shit done. Hours. Yeah, we were yeah. able to get the shit done they wanted us to do. Mm-hmm. And, and you got your metrics were still important though that you still had to hit your your pro rewards mm-hmm. signups and mm-hmm. use game sales and then of course your pre-orders and that too but it seems like it did get more aggressive in the last six seven years well we were able to because they gave us the hours that we could actually do customer service by the mm-hmm. end of it well, was there was only one person half. there to run the whole store i mean you're and if there's any people in there you got to get them out there as fast as possible so i can finish getting the games that are supposed to come out that day set up there was too much to do for one person yeah like what was it uh, i'm I'm just asking this because of a recent experience but how many people generally would work on a sunday like at open would just be usually one person or would you have at minimum two brandon had two people the whole day okay yeah uh, yeah but that's a i mean that's a weekend day like when we first started there would be six people working on a sunday Mm -hmm. i remember by the end of it it was two Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, same thing with Saturday. You'd have three people on a Saturday, where it used to be sometimes up to ten would work yeah. on a fucking Saturday. Yeah, because I was, those days. and we would have like a fucking hundred and twenty-five hours for a week or something. And by the end of it, it's like, nope, you only have eighty hours. Work it out. Yeah, because I was working down the hallway at Radio Shack when I got to meet all of you guys. You know, through um, a mutual friend. Oh my god, and I remember that. <laughs> yeah, so I work it. <laughs> yeah. So I'd work, I mean, I was working there at Radio Shack, so it was easy enough to go on my lunch break and grab some food and check in and just see, you know, hang out what's going on with you guys and that. So that's, that, yeah. The only thing I can say I that I like about this is that it was corporate people. Like, I don't like anybody losing their jobs, but I'm actually more happy that they just didn't close stores. Right. Yeah. Taking out the little guys. Like, they, it's almost like they understand your problem's up there. You guys are coming up with stupid things from our, like, goals. Like, make sure you're getting this many subscription mag- for magazines and stuff. That's not what it's about, man. Like yeah. you're, they made their money off a of pro, mm-hmm. or uh, sorry, not, uh, off of uh, used games. That's that's where GameStop makes its money. Yeah, is off of used shit. And for them to focus so much on stupid shit like that, it's good to see that those people. Yeah, it's unfortunate on the side of Game Informer though, because yeah, that that's a bummer. That was kind of a kick to me because I just resubscri- I just redid my pro membership to start getting Game Informer since so I could kind of read up on some of the stories they were putting out mm-hmm. in prep for doing podcast recordings. And sure enough, I get my. I get my issue handed to me, and then you know, over there at the desk at, at GameStop, and then the next day, it's like, oh, massive layoffs, and half of the Game Informer staff is gone. It's like, 
God damn it. I'm, I'm curious how <laughs> that's going to impact the magazine. I bet you they're going to force it to go all digital. I bet you it's going to stay as a physical thing for the rest of the year, and it'll probably go all digital by January. By the time we were, yeah, they were trying to say, like, unless they tell you physical copies when we would have signed them up, they were like, make like, like digital. Yeah, like, probably go to something like that Apple News Plus platform, like I can get on my iPad here, where they give you some type of code. It's like, you've paid for it here, put it into this, or go into Google yeah. Play or something and put it in so you can read it on your tablet or your computer. I bet you that's what's going to do, and then it's just going to keep getting worse until they finally shut it down. I'm actually thinking about content, too. Like, I wonder if there's just going to be less stuff. Like there, there were a lot of like articles in there aside from just like game reviews and, and upcoming stuff. But there were there mm-hmm. were like pieces in there that were just interesting reads. I wonder if those are gonna suffer first. Yeah, like this. And most... It's gonna be very more cut and dry, to the point mm-hmm. type magazine now. Like oh. this issue that I got was uh, the cover was talking about the new Star Wars game coming out. Um, but inside of it, though, like, yeah, one of the articles they don't even mention anywhere else, like on the front, since they've gone to those artistic covers, you know, like 10 years ago, um, there was something that talked about that reclassification of video game addiction by the World Health Organization and talking about um, gun violence and that, too, since that's big in the news as well. We're getting what's deep been going into on. this now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I agree. we got so many news stories here. We're going no, deep now. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, though, is that there is a definitely a level of quality there i like that article though i like that that article they broke it up into several sections based on those things talking about just gaming the gaming culture as a whole i thought that was a good one so you're right yeah is the content going to really dwindle and we're going to have to rely on just whatever other stories being put out by like ign GameSpot, kotaku um destructoid whoever else is out there so yeah but i I, really like game informer anyway was Mm -hmm. i don't want to say they were bought but i never I, i very rarely did I agree with their review scores on the games that I had played too, and I was like, in IGN, usually I I'm pretty mm-hmm. close to what IGN. I didn't look at any thinks. of the review scores. I liked the I liked the cover stories. I liked their cover the, stories. Yeah. yeah, I like that. They had a top ten. I liked, but mm-hmm. I didn't like their reviews on a lot of games. I'm like, you guys are pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> I so, want everyone to fucking suffer. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and move on. That was definitely a long winded one, but I being former GameStop employees, I want to know what you guys thought. So we'll move on to the next bit here, and that is Sony Buy Studio behind its awesome Spider-Man game and really a lot of other games. So Sony bought Insomniac. Yes! That's that not was, too big of a surprise. That was a long time coming, though. Yeah. Uh, that should have happened Microsoft sooner. pissed him off real good. Well, I'm, I'm also thinking, like, I really... Because uh, I'm, I'm definitely, if, if I were, if I had to pick between, you know, Microsoft and Sony, I would definitely go with Xbox. But, you know, I have... My, all my PlayStations, you know, I, I play those mostly for their exclusives. And I I was thinking about this, and, and for me, I was like, I don't, I can't think of an Insomniac game that really wasn't an exclusive. Yeah, Ratchet & Clank was definitely, like, their bigger one, but that was... I even went back to, like, Resistance. Like, Oh, yeah, that, that too, that's, yes. That's yeah, only PlayStation, you know? Mm-hmm. So, for me, I was like, oh, this is... I forgot about Resistance. I actually... Uh, no, they're, uh, Fuse isn't... That was made by Insomniac. That wasn't okay. okay. Yeah, there's they're big there's ones. A, there's a select few, but yeah. yeah, for the most part, it was mostly Sony. What was it about Microsoft? Well, said Overdrive was Microsoft exclusive, but that was an Insomniac game, though. Yeah, that's Insomniac. Was it okay? Because yeah. they used the mobile. That's how they learned how to do Spider-Man's mobility. Was from Sunset Overdrive. Oh, hmm. well, that really and they were taking the stuff they learned from Spider-Man to do introduce into the mobility of the new Sunset Overdrive. But what did Microsoft screw up though that led to? They were hard to work with. Uh, they were, okay. they're like, they were being Disney. 
oh, to okay. Insomniac. I was about to ask if they were more Nintendo-like, because I know Nintella, Nintendo has that higher uh, quality standard, though, too. I mean, you go all the way back to their original stuff, but that's a, I was just curious. They okay. were that. I don't want to say they were that tough to work with, but Insomniac wanted their freedom. I guess oh, was yeah. the kind of thing, and they wouldn't let them have it. Good for Insomniac, though. Good for Sony, because Microsoft's been buying up all the fucking game developers. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see that they can get one. Yeah, no kidding. That's just going to be the continuing trend, it looks like, is just buying up all the oh, actual man. developers. So, all right. Uh, so there's that. There. Did they buy Obsidian, too? Uh, did... Oh, no. Buy, oh, Microsoft bought Obsidian. Okay, yeah, no, Minecraft sorry. has Obsidian. Or, <laughs> Minecraft... Microsoft has Obsidian, Mojang. They had Lionhead Studios before they all got dissolved and absorbed into everything else. Three Forty Three Industries, Coalition, oh fuck, the li- Rare. The, I mean, the list can go on. So yeah, fuck Rare. They screwed up Sea of Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next story that we have here on our list comes from IGN, and this is talking about Minecraft with RTX. So RTX is the technology that's built into NVIDIA's uh, newest generation of graphics cards. So it's ray tracing is the actual technology offering more dynamic uh, lighting. Um, This is kind of a kick to the teeth for some people, especially those who play Minecraft on console. Um, Just because there was that supposed to be that awesome graphics pack that was supposed to come out. And only the week prior to Gamescom, they announced that it was canceled. Because they couldn't dedicate the time and resources to it. And then sure enough, here comes around a a build specifically for PC that handles, uh, that uses the ray tracing tech in NVIDIA's graphics cards to do that. And of course, it's still Microsoft responsible for it because it's their product. So this is kind of a kick to the teeth of those who are waiting for it on console. Um, hmm. I'm looking yeah. at this one right here. It's just... Did Minecraft need that? That's thank you. So, that's, my, that, that's, that, that's, that, that's my question. That's, that's I was like, my gripe. I'm like, who? There, cool, the sunlight looks cooler in Minecraft. It wasn't just like, the sunlight; it's the reflections act off of different materials and that. So, like a torch. One of the examples they gave was like a torch would offer more light that it actually reflected off of rock that was much farther down. Uh, they also said that. Instead of, but is it something that you're walking down the corridor? You stop and you go, "Holy shit! Look at that!" Like, you, I guess it could. I don't. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Okay. I've. I don't see the value in ray tracing stuff yet because one of the demos they gave for ray tracing was taking Quake Two. Well, I don't. In this. From I, the I, 90s. I can see where ray tracing is some cool shit. But yeah. Not in this. It's not gonna. Yeah. The only time that anybody who plays consoles is gonna see anything ray chase, tracing related is if it carries over into the next gen Xbox and PlayStation, into Project Scarlet and whatever the PS Five is gonna be. PlayStation Five is supposed to have ray tracing. Yeah. Tech I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's already. Yeah. They're talked about. Okay. It, so. so if it's gonna have it, it's gonna have it. Um. Yeah. I just. I don't see the value in it yet. Not until more people like I'm with you. put into it. Yeah, I'm with so, you. Yep. But yeah, this was definitely a kick to the teeth for those people who play on console. So, sorry guys. I guess, you know, we'll just tell you how things are later on. I'm not. <laughs> I know you won't. <laughs> All right. So, next story we have here is from The Verge. And this is talking about PUBG getting cross-play for Xbox One and PS4 this October. Yeah, way to get your head out of your ass, Sony. <laughs> that's really all it comes down to <laughs> yeah they're really the stalwart and all of that crossplay stuff especially when uh they accidentally turned on crossplay for rocket league or someone did no yeah. it was uh fortnite no it wasn't fortnite no they, they, they meant to turn it on for rocket league they, they no, originally they, had done it for fortnite was the thing they accidentally turned it on it was for like, rocket like league button all they had to push what had happened a bunch of dicks yeah what had <laughs> happened was they turned it on accidentally for rocket league because people on xbox were seeing uh playstation tags because the number of characters in a PlayStation tag versus when an was, Xbox when, gamer tag was... When, when, are, when are you talking about? Oh, God. Uh, late last year, I think. 
when that when oh, okay okay when there was, was all that talk League about just Rocket League just did it yeah like, it was when there was like all that talk of Psyonix saying hey we can do this like the technology's there and this is not a problem for us and then it just appeared out of nowhere and then got shut off so people on Xbox and PlayStation and PC could all play with each other at the same time and it I was saw just, that on, it was I saw bizarre that, yeah same thing yeah. on Fortnite yeah so this is definitely the new one there and I. I don't see why this is taking so long to do. I mean, of course, Fortnite kind of set the precedent because it is one of it's still the biggest game right now outside of uh, games uh, outside of MOBAs like Dota and League of Legends. But Fortnite is definitely big enough that it pushed it along. I'm just surprised it took this long for PUBG. So that is coming the way for everybody here in October. So that's PUBG, Rocket League, and Fortnite are the only ones, aren't they? Uh, it looks like Cross Save um, is going to be on Destiny too, but no actual cross play. And it says they're expecting to see it for Call of Duty Modern Warfare as well. Is this just crossplay between Xbox and PlayStation? Yeah. I'm, okay, I was like, they don't make them play against PC players. No, do I don't think... No, 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 no. That would no, be no. so unfair. That's what I was wondering. I, I think was like, the only way they would... Rocket League, that's not the same, but... The only way they could fuck. allow that is if you had one of those new Razer... Um, console keyboard and mice plugged in like if you had yeah. that plugged in and it recognized like here let's open up the pc servers for you and then at least it it levels the playing field so yeah that's yeah okay uh next story we have here is from engadget and this one preston you actually put in the list was talking about a multiplayer yeah. predator game is coming to playstation 4 next year and just on what i'm reading here it looks like it's going to be just evolve or even Dead by Daylight. Kinda, yeah, one of those. Yeah, we're, mm-hmm. uh, P- but it also has the uh, PVE portion of it too, because you'll mm-hmm. be able to. It looks like from what they showed in the trailer, you were able to take out squads of actual AI um, soldiers as the soldiers. Uh, it looks rough though, man. Those are some shitty graphics from what it is for a PlayStation Four game. Yeah, it really it looks, looks bad. It looks fucking rough. Wow. But I was actually waiting for just a new Predator game. I was surprised it was a PV or a PVP game. I wanted just a regular Predator game. Like last one I played was Concrete Jungle. It was actual an actual aven- action adventure game. I and loved that game. Yeah, that game was it, fun. It, yeah, it was like mm-hmm. and fuck, Predator seems like with the technology they could do now. Or the shit they can do now. That would be a great fucking game. Awesome. I would play this shit out of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who I need to talk to. But I thought that was kind of cool. But we'll see on this one. It looks rough, though. I like the idea, though, of you being hunted by the Predator. But the Predator was in third person. Because you could watch him fucking just haul an ass across the fucking trees as people are trying to level him. And they can't fucking touch him. <laughs> He's so good. This must have come from... Um, I think this idea all came from... Uh, I did came from uh, when... Uh, Fuck, what's that game? Ghost Recon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did that Predator event, and people loved it so fucking much. I think this game was born out of that. Mm. That was a cool event. Yeah. Yeah, the, the people didn't... Because they didn't even tell people they were doing it. Yeah, they didn't. That was just, the best thing ever. You just downloaded mm-hmm. an update to Ghost Recon, and all of a sudden you're in... What the fuck? Yeah, and all of a sudden you Mr. were being... Predator. Yeah, the first time that must have happened, that must have so been what, the you best just, thing like, ever. Like someone just went boot up the game and you just hear like the Predator just like... Yeah, the Predator just... Kind of yeah, the there Predator in the just, they didn't tell him he was coming. They're just like, yeah, Predator's in the game now and he's hunting you. And you didn't know. I was like, oh my God, that's like the feeling of Predator. That so is that was fucking awesome. awesome. Yeah. That is sick. I don't know how you would get such a thing again, but that was just so cool. That would be hard to... Yeah, it'd be hard that to... That would be hear. a good feeling like, oh my God, we're being hunted by Predator. Yeah, but <laughs> I thought that was cool. All right, next one, of course, we talked about this because you, when you were talking about the games that you were yeah. playing, 
Uh, Mortal Kombat 11's full DLC roster revealed. And, of course, you made the comment here in our notes that yeah. Joker looks terrible. He does. I didn't. I, I don't think he looks that bad. That must have been Dan. He he actually was that you. I didn't. I didn't do yeah. that, but I I agree. He agrees with that. I didn't. Oh, I, didn't, I, didn't put, that. I, that, that. I didn't put that one in. But I looked. I Maybe watched Brandon the trailer did. again. The Thanks just the reveal up, trailer. He looks just like someone that's trying to just cosplay as a Joker for a convention or Halloween or something. And, and yeah, and, and I saw after I saw the trailer, I, I actually sat there for about ten minutes and I thought about why it wasn't. And for me, I think the reason is um, his features just look too. They're not exaggerated. I'm used to Joker kind of with uh, a little bit of a longer face. Kind I got of, what you're saying. Kind of, kind yeah. of more angular mm-hmm. jaw. And and you're right. He just kind of just looked like a, a normal guy. And I was like, eh. He's not gangly. Joker's really gangly. He's got them long arms. But maybe long arms. His, his shoulders were a lot broader in, yeah. in this trailer. And he maybe, they'll offer, maybe they'll offer some costume sets for him that maybe changes his face up so he kind of has a look uh, that goes back to that, that actual um, layout. Yeah, you're didn't, gonna get some didn't com- he have that costumes. type of look though? In um, what what was it? DC versus um, what was the fighting game that he was? There was another fighting game that he was in prior. Um, Injustice. So, okay, so well, yeah, first was Mortal Kombat versus DC. He was in that. He looked fine. Right. Okay, that's uh, what I was Injustice. To out. He's looked good in all the Injustice. Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, he's he he's looking. This he, I agree. He is the worst he's looked. He's we'll see. I just need to see what the costumes look like. I will change that immediately. Okay, but. Terminator looks amazing. Did you see Terminator? I did. He, I, think, I, I was like, oh I my still, god, that's real. I still was like, wait, did they stop the CG trailer and that's just Arnold? It looks so fucking good. And I think Spawn actually fits in the best some... in this universe. He does. He's yeah. gonna fucking rock some shit. He sure I, does. So, right. what, what was the last fighting game that Spawn was actually in? Because the only one that came to mind for me was Soul Calibur 2. Yeah. I th- oh that my was god, when they, it's been forever. That, maybe that was it. That was when they did the three versions of Soul Calibur 2. They had the one for Xbox, one for PlayStation 2, and one for GameCube, because the GameCube version like had Link. Link. The Xbox version had, I think it was Spawn. Maybe it'll be in Smash And then version. the PlayStation version had someone from, I think, Tekken. It had, it had someone from another fighting game. Did I know it? it wasn't Mortal Kombat, but it was like, I think it was Tekken. I think maybe they had Heihachi. It was a the only I think way that's I can right, it was an older guy. It looked like an older guy. Like his hair was actually yeah, like pointing yeah. out here to the sides. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's Heihachi. That's Heihachi. Okay, for sure. Yeah, so that's what maybe that was the last one. But that's crazy to think that it's been since there was a Spawn game God, on Xbox, early two thousand original Xbox. It was an action adventure game though. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah. a fighting game, but we'll see. Yep. I thought they all looked pretty cool, but those are all being put out over the years. So the, yeah, the, Mortal the, Kombat the, can keep its the release date. Life alive was a little. I don't know. It was. Unexpected, I guess, for them to take so long for for these releases. But I guess it, it makes sense because they did say they were going to support this one for longer because it's usually like after the first year of DLC, they're like, okay, we're going to start working on, on the next project. And uh, and I think they, they did announce that they were going to put a little more into this one, have it stick around a little longer. So, Which really coincides with the actual game itself. Like the crypt is such a grind. So they're just trying to get ways to keep you coming back throughout the year that it's going to take you to do all this shit. Otherwise, so be at least you play it for the first month and you yeah. master your one character, then you're done. Yeah. Like no one Besides fighting game, people hmm. would even give a shit. And that'll be interesting to see what they do after March 17th when Spawn comes out because that will have been just about a year. So We're getting Injustice 3. It'll yeah. probably... <laughs> well, <they're, laughs> Maybe that or even an announcement of another character set. Well, yeah, that they're, they're, they always do two packs. Wow. So I wonder... If it'll be the same time frame, is it'll be a couple months after Spawn when we see the, the the rumors of the second character pack, and I wonder if that'll take another full year. 
Well, because the data mining showed that they had code in there for Rain and, like, two other classic MK characters. But, I mean, those guys kind of showed up with Shang Tsung. Uh, one of them didn't. There's It was someone like Striker or someone. Rainer, like, Mac, and Reptile all through Shang Tsung. Maybe that's what you're thinking. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Good call. Good looking. I just wonder what else they... Well, I mean, I always wonder what other characters they could add, but I'm sure it'll be fun. Dude, there's so many fucking Mortal Kombat characters. Ah, because they, 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 they tease that uh, that chainsaw sound. I need you guys the, to play that game so I'm not the only one who knows how awesome that story is. In the first Combat Pack trailer. <laughs> Working on it. It's not on Game Pass. You'll have to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so, next one we had on the list here was talking about Death Stranding uh, gameplay footage that came out of Gamescom. Uh, that game is still. Uh, I, I just I shrug guess, my shoulders at it. How can you yeah. show me more and I know less? Is <laughs> the way I feel about this I game. I guess the whole point of the game is like it's a it's an alternate reality United States and you're going around turning on different communication terminals that apparently the president's daughter did like you're following a path that she set out and you're just going along like getting it's those like terminals back yeah, up it's for like communication. The country, yeah, isn't it kind of thing? That's what, that's what, I, that's what, what it I seems got. like. I mean, they make the notes here, though, too. Like, I'm looking, this article's from GameSpot, and this one, they're talking, like, you could take a nap, apparently, to actually restore health. Um, Did you watch him pee? It was the this actually, shit Yeah, ever. you can urinate. <laughs> yeah, you can actually take a leak here in this game, and apparently you uh, can grab a mushroom. Had, like, from like, a the, bladder thing, yeah. and it was, like, a gas gauge on a fucking Grand Theft Auto game. Yep. Like, I'm just watching the gas tank or his bladder empty, and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> mm-hmm. This is just, that, that's just a Deo Kojima being up his own ass so much. <laughs> like, yes, people want to yeah, pee. That's so fucking Deo Kojima. Yes, you can. so fucking weird. So instead of using just that arm to be able to actually look for enemies, you can actually uh, just scan the terrain to find interesting things around while you're walking through. And then there's this ladder here. It looks like some sort of digital ladder that just appears out of nowhere that allows you to climb up it. Yeah, I was hoping it would be they would do something more like it actually comes out of this giant pack, but it actually just shows up on the back. I didn't it becomes like an actual usable thing, like it's a physical object. To me, that no. just feels almost lazy. It, it I mean, it's not over, so let's see what they do. Like, right, well, yeah, exactly. yeah. So, I, yeah, but that's what I, I'm with you. That's what I thought I'm, too. I'm curious, especially for the amount of detail they have in those kinds of games. Like, that's right. not something that usually happens because they didn't in M, uh, MGS Five. Like everything he pulled out, he didn't. It didn't. Nothing just appeared out of nothing. I'm curious as to how large this map is going to be. That's the one thing that's like. The, the one thing I'm, I want to know most about is just how big is this game going well, to be? Well, is it one solid mm-hmm. map, or is it, like... Are they levels? Yeah, yeah, or is it, like, fake open world like Metro was? Where right. It's like, we're going to load you into a world, and then you'll be done here, go to a new one. But I, it's, just, it's just a giant, more open... Or a Hitman level, a more mm-hmm. open level based. I'm curious about that, too. That's yeah. very interesting. And, like, here, apparently, if you fall a great distance or suffer considerable damage, <laughs> the BB will start did crying. You, like, did you, actually, you see him do it? <laughs> no, I didn't watch any of the trailer stuff. I didn't know anything had actually gotten posted okay. until I saw this I'll in the notes here. Okay, so he's going down the hill, and momentum is a thing in this. So, like, how you would, if you're running down a hill, you you start getting going too fast. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. He loses his balance. He just fucking cracks his face on the fucking rocks, 
And he lands face first, and the baby's face first. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? You're going to kill the baby. He just crushed that thing. He did. Mm-hmm. So then the baby starts crying. And Okay, the very first thing he does is he starts shaking it. I'm like, oh, you can't shake a baby. <laughs> but I think they were like trying to do rocking, but it looked like he's like, like you were like looking at a goldfish into something. He's like, ah, he just starts shaking the fucking baby. <laughs> I was like, you can't shake a baby. Wow. So I don't think, I don't think Hideo okay. Kojima has children. Okay, so we're back to square one with this game is that we have no fucking idea what's yeah, going on. Like I said, I've never seen Did they show cliffs, take a, take a leak and shake some babies. I'll watch the trailer. Like I'll watch this video stuff after everything's said and done tonight. But the question I have though, is that they show anything for, was it Mads? Mickelson, Mickelson, who's supposedly supposed to be the bad guy in this one, or good guy that was turned bad guy that may be going good. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Did they show anything for him? I just don't know how. What is this game coming? Is this next year? No, it's like. Or is it PS5? No, no, it's in a couple months. Uh, No, it's 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 holiday this year. No shit. Yes. No, really? They announced that that release trailer a couple Uh, months ago. I call bullshit. I want to say it's like November. We're going to look that up, Dan. Death Stranding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you think it's November? I, uh, uh, yeah, it is. November yeah, 8th. Yeah. It releases. Guys are fucking so you guys drunk. get a choice on November 8th. You either get Death Stranding or Need for Speed Heat. <laughs> I will take Death Stranding gonna, 10 times out of 10. Fuck Need for Speed. I'm taking the weekend off. I'm not doing anything. Dan's busy playing yeah, Fire Yeah, what's going to happen is that you have to... <laughs> <laughs> fire what's, yeah, you're going to play through... <laughs> What's going to happen is you're going to go play Death Stranding, and then you need the time to recover to try to figure out what you just did. Oh, that's right, because they introduced the collector's edition of Gamescom. A collector's edition of this game, so you're going to have, does like... does it come with a baby? That's what I was about to say. Like, what do you get? Do you get Yo, a baby? That's... That, I will buy that collector's edition a... if I can strap a fake baby to the front of me. <laughs> I will walk around it. town. I'll show you a picture of it, dude. Be... Let's take a look at this. Yeah, yeah take a look at your... I didn't know there was a collector's... Th- Why? Escaped it's like I think it's two hundred is how much it was. Death Stranding yeah. Collector's Edition. Take a look at that shit. Really? That's oh my god! It what? Wait, what? It. I see a baby. I do too. Wait, <laughs> I see a baby. It. Oh fuck! It does. Oh my goodness! It comes with a custom steel book. You did it, Hideo. Ludden's keychain. We'll a me. BB pod. I'll give uh, my bank account number. I just want Bridges a cargo case. <laughs> Includes a <laughs> looks like a soundtrack, and then some in-game items. So gold power scale. So it gives you some gold armor stuff here too, or gold exosuit stuff. Gee, if only I knew what any of that fucking meant. Yeah, it's first um, game. But it looks like you. Yeah. It gives you a baby to shake. I sweet. Um, Bigger than baby. <laughs> uh, that's the problem. Is if it goes into this case that's next to this steel book, um. Oh shit! It's probably I mean, I about did, I this. Just need to play it's this probably about game. maybe a foot and a half by about maybe a foot. That's a baby. That's a giant foot. <laughs> that's a baby. <laughs> that's gonna be weird. Whatever. It's your that's baby. gonna be really weird. It's like, what's that collector's edition you have in that case? Um, yeah, let's not talk no, about you that. Gotta, one. You gotta have that baby out on your desk. It's gotta be front and center. It's gotta be the centerpiece. Are you going to be the one on that carries mantle? it around with you? Like Dude, you really like that collector's enough. edition so much, you make an actual strap to wear that, just like in the game. Yes. Is that you? Okay. Is this for people Beautiful. who aren't sure if they're ready to be parents? Is it's like the babies that you get back in high school in the home at class. Oh my god, you had to hold a key in the back of them to make them stop fucking whining. Oh my god, if they, right. I will buy that actually. Right. If that's what that is, I think so, they, I think they sold out already. As actually. we move, it looks like they did. That's fucking weird. Maybe it's maybe it's more for the <laughs> Kojima fans than it is the actual game fans. It's like we that's worship what this Kojima. Is, man. Like yeah. I don't even. They, you He's can't one of those guys me. that yeah. 
His you cannot excite me with anything I've seen. I'm like, what the fuck is this? His fan that base is thinks he can do no wrong, and that's what he banks on. I really feel like most of the time, you see, I've he's got good games. Yeah, but, yeah, but he really does just like, I'll do whatever I want, and people will love it. And I think he took it too far here. I do like <laughs> a lot of his shit. Like it is, it is it's entertaining good. as fucking hell right. to watch. It's like, what the fuck am I watching? Especially like Metal Gear Rising was. He was the one, one working on Silent Hill with Guillermo del Toro before all that Konami shit like fell through, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, that's unfortunate. We won't see what come of that or will come of that. So we talked about that last week. Yeah, we listened to the podcast last Ooh. week's episode. Anyway, uh, next Both story here comes from Gamespot, <laughs> and this is talking about uh, Avengers. Oh my god, they showed Go on, so Preston. much. They showed you- so much for Avengers. So I can tell that Crystal Dynamics made this. That is what Plays I get. Like it, it, yeah, I was like, I was like, <laughs> wow, this is very cinematic. Lots of shit going off on this. Like the production values look awesome. I'm like, wow, this is a lot of explosion and shit. And Hulk is just bashing through everything. Looks fucking fantastic when Iron Man's flying through and everything. All this shit's going off on the side. There's explosions, helicopters crashing. Everything looks fucking amazing. Then you get to see them play, and they all look like they play clunky and slow as shit. I need to actually get my hands on it because you never know until you're actually playing it how it actually feels. Right. But from what it looked like, it looked clunky as shit. So I really need to see what the fuck they're going to even do there. Um, each They showed each of them. Uh, let's see. Thor plays kind of like God of War. It was pretty cool. The only cool thing I really saw from his that was really cool is he threw out the hammer. And he has the callback that God of War did. And I just watched him pin a guy with a hammer. And he just sat there wailing on people fit with fists, beating the shit out of him. And then he called the hammer back and finished the combo. I was like, okay, that looked good. But the combo still look clunky, and there's only one combo that he's doing without his hands. It's the same three punches. They just go punch, 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 and it didn't look good while he's without his hammer. So I'm like, oh, it's there, but it's not. Not buried time. enough. Like it, yeah, it's it going like, to get yeah, old exactly. real fast. And that's what I was really worried about. Um, Cap, it looked cool throwing the shield. Black Widow, she looked pretty boring, honestly, except <laughs> she's blasting people with guns. I like that. She, and they use her to fight Taskmaster in the, in the trailer, and I'm like... Really, you have yeah. Well, this is these are your choices. Yeah, it's like you have Hulk, you have all these people, you have Iron Man. I was like, and you use Black Widow to take out Taskmaster. I was like, I would have just taken Hulk and just squished the motherfucker. Hulk has the best one for me though, because Hulk was doing moves on people and he he's killing them. Sure, like <clears throat> he's on his bridge and he grabs these guys and he just starts smashing their fucking heads into the ground and he's actually breaking the bridge like it's doing that crack animation. And I'm like, oh my god, that guy is dead. <laughs> he's not alive anymore. He killed Hulk. Killed him, and they don't even care. They're like, "Fuck it, let Hulk kill people." He grabbed two more people, slammed them together like only the Hulk can. And I was like, "Every bone in their body is broken. They are dead people." So Hulk kills a lot of people in this. Not actually, but yes, actually. So everybody should look at that. I want, but I think it's going to be clunky. It looks clunky. It looks like it's going to get old. I need to see. I think the story looks like it's going to do well. Um, kind of looks like. End games almost like something bad happens because Cap goes down on a yeah, ship. I don't yeah, know yeah. exactly. They don't show much more. Okay, they showed that at E3 when when he, yeah, got, yeah. When he mm-hmm. died. They showed the actual trailer part okay. of it. Yeah, and all you did was just see the gameplay in between those moments. And Maybe this, they'll drop they a demo of it here at some point then, where you can actually give it a shot. Before I'm still gonna play it, man, because okay. I'm a, such a dumbass. I love superhero games. I think it's gonna suck ass though, to be honest. Okay, God, dude. It, but it looks like Crystal Dying. Like, it looks so pretty. The characters look good. It looks good when they're beating people. It's a damn shame that it looks like it plays like shit, though. I'm watching... Like, so on the article right now, they have, I believe, what is the E3 gameplay. 
Yeah, um, that was the E3 one. They just didn't show. You just couldn't play it at E3, I think, is what was happening. No, they could until, yeah, until Gamescom several months later. Yeah. It really does. He seems like he's just, for Thor itself, that's the only one they're showing on here right now. And, of course, Iron Man's just floating overhead, just pew, 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 just yep. shooting. Like, uh, his almost looked like blast, a rail but, shooter on the... Um, like, it actually, I actually thought the shooting looked like shit. I was like, man, it'd be better if you were moving around, yeah. like, having to chase them and pull off a sweet move, but... I don't know. It's yeah. hard to do four different types of gameplay into one Almost game. Almost like give him like a like an aerial combat. Well, didn't they? Well, yeah, because like that's how like Iron Man. Hulk plays more like Prince game. of Persia, where he's just bust. He he does a lot of uh, uh, momentum stuff, where he's like jumping off of the bridge and carrying himself across buses and lots of distance carried. Cap's just a regular beat him up. Like I, I get that it's hard to do that many different types of genre gameplay mm-hmm. and make them all good, but I don't know what the hell. They're well, they did do. have that aerial combat in. Um, the Iron Man game that came out with the first movie, right? <laughs> I hated oh that game. God. I didn't like that game. But... Oh, I have both of them. They're so bad. <laughs> They're so yeah. They had that. Um, I wish it was actually a little more like that, though. Like, don't tell me you can't throw on a fucking lock-on button for Iron Man, and it just keeps a camera on him the whole fucking time. You can do it. Hmm. Don't tell me. All right, so we're still moving here through the news. Uh, next one we got is all of the games for Stadia for Google's Stadia game streaming service that were announced at Gamescom as well. Yeah, I just like seeing um, uh, how they ran. Uh, I didn't see much latency problems. And where was, from what I was reading that they weren't getting much latency what problems. What city is Gamescom hosted in? I don't it's even... in Germany. Is it? Okay. I thought yeah. I knew it was a European one, but I didn't know if it... What part of it. Um, but it looked like it was handling it okay with them playing... Was it actually like live gameplay of them? No. Not that I saw. I didn't see. Uh, the, I, I was going off of the live-handed accounts um, from what some people were saying. They said, but the games they were choosing, kind of like games you might not notice a latency, not, not, not like a Doom or something like that. I, I, they or were even s- a fighter. Because yeah, I know yeah, they've yeah, announced really a, like I, a Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, nothing like that. They announced Mortal Kombat 11 for Stadia originally, didn't they? They I thought yeah, they had it, some yeah, fighting. Yeah, it's on the list, yeah, yeah. but good fucking luck with that. Yeah, because they got Cyberpunk... Other, and so is Doom. So I, I, Those are the ones I didn't mm-hmm. see anything on. Yeah, they got Cyberpunk 2077, Watch Dogs Legion, Darksiders Genesis, Orcs Must Die 3, and then, of course, the ones they've already... Let's see, below you can find every game shown at Stadia Connect. Uh, Destiny 2, of course, was already a known one. Doom Eternal was also known. Attack on Titan 2. Uh... Yeah, Mortal Kombat 11 right there. That's that's going to be interesting to see, though, with the latency. And I'm, as someone who enjoys that new tech, I will probably pick up uh, Google Stadia. Well, yeah, because you have everything you need, don't you? Because don't you just need a, a Chromecast? You need a Chromecast Ultra, which okay. is the 4K version. And then you need their their controller. Yeah, so, it's, I mean, it's not much. You, it's an easy barrier to entry, I would think. Yeah, it's it's not much. It's just as long as your Wi-Fi can actually handle the connection and you have an internet speed, and God help you if you have an internet cap. Luckily, we don't here in town, so we don't have a, ba- uh, a I think this is a good cap. thing to test the waters to see what if it mm-hmm. can be done. Yeah, worst case is if I buy a few games through it or do their Game Pass thing, then, you know, that's cool, whatever. If I exactly. buy the games and I go to their free tier and I drop down to 1080p, that's fine. I, that's fine with me. I don't have a surround sound system. Exactly. So. Yep, I'm with you. Yeah, But if I get it, we'll we'll test it out here. We'll maybe oh, do a yes. we'll do a test during a podcast and we'll see what everybody thinks. Of it. I'm I'm really curious to see how. I mean, you have to, it's the same thing with like the Avengers. I, mean, I need to get my hands on it to see how it actually works. Yeah, because if I I'm gonna know almost instantly 
if I like it when I push a button and I'm like, okay, that took way too fucking long for this. Yeah. Especially if something like Doom or something, you'll yeah. you'll know. You'll you'll know instantly. Yeah. Yeah. But what I won't what I won't like though, I think, is if they do have some type of demo available out there, are they going to be off able to offer the same experience that you've been seeing like in a lot of the the presentations and such though too? Because of course, like say. I can't imagine GameStop doing it because that really hits their bottom line. You know, streaming gaming service, of course, does it. We don't give I can see like a, I can see like Best Buy. <laughs> I could see like Best Buy doing some type of product demo with yeah. it since they have all of yeah. the they have the Google Home system. Maybe Target would be another example too, uh, or fuck, maybe Google just set up their own little pop up places and just drive around and do stuff. I mean, Razer, uh, the PC peripheral company, did that too. They took a whole pop up thing around with them and set up a whole land system in the back of a semi-truck so google's got the money they can do it oh yeah i'm sure they could um next up here and of course this one seemed to really excite you though preston yeah it did streets of rage 4 fuck yes did you guys play streets of rage back in the day no no just regular side scrolling beat them up nothing special like if you had a genesis that's what you got uh like that in gold max but um it's I remember they brought back the original uh, soundtrack guy because the soundtrack they originally had, it's got that old techni- uh, techno 80s um, soundtrack kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. You, you know the old Genesis sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You, you know what they all sound like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they brought back the original guy who did that and they remade the soundtrack. It sounds fucking good. It plays fine. I don't know. It's kind of hard to do side scores and keep them the whole game- fresh. The whole gameplay style of it, though, is just enemies are popping out, you're beating them up, and then you're given the option to move ahead to the next part of the level, right? That's all it is. Yeah. Okay. Battletoads. So, but it looked better than Battletoads. Battletoads, yeah. TNT, <laughs> the original Power Rangers game from yeah, Super yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so okay. you know what you're talking about. But mm-hmm. So yeah. it looked good. Uh, the combos looked fun. It looked like they were adding some more like stuff in between the lines for like jump, jump combos. Like Maybe you could do a jump grab or something. So like, a little more depth? A little more depth, not okay. just push a button, beat the fuck out of everybody okay. there. Like It looks like in between the lines, there's more there. Than that's what that's one thing I always worry about with these type of games. It's like, well, how much more can you do? But I Exactly. Wish, yeah. Yep. So, and that is good to see that they're yeah, I, at least trying. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I thought that, yeah, and I thought the characters sounded like they still make the same noises. Like one of the guys, Axel, he would always go, ah, and so, <laughs> that's the noise. And so in this, he kept doing it all the fucking time, like when he would punch somebody, though, because usually he did it on a throw. And in this one, he does it, and he punches the guy, he goes, ah, and I was like, yes. And so they just do those stupid noises. It's got a pretty good amount of nostalgia for me. But I was excited to see actual gameplay on that one. Not like. Battletoads. That game looks fucking terrible. <laughs> All right. Next one we have up is from IGN, and this is talking about Man Eater. Did you see that one? It's Grand Theft Auto Shark. Uh, Gra- yeah. <laughs> that is, it really it's, is. It's Grand Theft yeah, Shark. the more people you eat, the more people you piss off, and they come around to try to hunt you. Yeah. Um, I, I just need to see more of it, but I just thought it looked cool. He's It's nothing but a shark just swimming around. It's uh, supposed to be like seven maps. Um, different different animals, too. Different. Yeah, there's, like a, there's an apex predator in each of the yeah. maps. And the ones they talk about here in this article are Rosie the Alligator, Bob the Barracuda. Did you see Rosie and they the just Alligator? Say, and this one doesn't have a name, but it just says Just Some Angry Sperm Whale. Oh, man. And it doesn't actually say why. Because awesome. <laughs> the shark is... The, the map they showed for the um, the alligator, it's called, like, uh, Snitcher's Bay or something. So it's basically where the mob dumps all their bodies. So underwater, there's a bunch of people just tied to bricks by, with chains and, like, bags and shit all over the fucking place. So you're swimming through them, and I was like, oh, my God, this is a mob place. And all of a sudden, you, the shark's like, oh, I'm going to go this direction. It goes down this little tunnel. There's a fucking giant Resident Evil 2 alligator just waiting in their form. <laughs> and, and the shark's like, oh, shit, and turns around and goes back the other direction. <laughs> like, I'm not ready for that fucking thing. I was like, that was fucking sweet. Uh, I liked watching the shark jump up on the dock 
and grab there's a guy like taking a picture of something the shark's like gotcha <laughs> he just grabs him on the dock and lands on the dock and i guess you can survive a little bit on land not much and they're like it depends on how much you evolve your shark and the guy who asked him he goes can you go inside buildings he's like no you cannot evolve your shark enough to go inside buildings i'm like oh my god you should have you should have just gotten ridiculous with this i just i it love strikes the- me as like a silly underwater goat simulator yes and what? i'm all for it it sounds fucking amazing according to the article here apparently there's a storyline for it so that's there there's gonna be a story about jumping around as a shark it, i think it's something to do with like they're fucking up your environment I, it, it started off be. with something like a guy tried to catch you as a young shark and you got away and you're trying to get revenge on him or something is like the overarching story. <laughs> but then people, you're like, the idea is that you're get, you're taking back your environment kind of thing. Wow. Just, I don't really care about that. I just want to watch him. <laughs> Did you just hear the sentence you just said? <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> this story is of a young shark who's captured, almost captured by... So it's, it's something like that, yeah. And he's fucking in, dead. That sounds that sounds heartwarming. In West Gulf of Mexico, born and raised yes. in the ocean is where he spent most of his days. If you write Shut the whole rap, I'm going to be so happy. Just do the whole thing. You, that's your homework I'm for the week. Write the rap. Swimming out, Maxon. Swim, oh my god, you guys need to write the rap. Just do it. <laughs> did you see they're making a Fresh Prince of Bel Air movie? I did, and it's like serious. It's serious. That I did think that was actually real. It looked more like it was just uh, some filmmaker messing around saying we could do it. It didn't saw, look like it was I serious. I saw it as a go. I'm gonna look it up later. It didn't look like it was a serious one. It looked more like it was or like an actual thing. It looked more like it was just you know what if Fresh Prince was serious. That was a while ago. I don't know. Yeah, world, tell me. <laughs> All right. So the last one here, and of course yes. this one is uh, very interesting to me. And I didn't this even, one's dear and dear. Hold on. We need to tell our listeners. I didn't even put this on here. No, this I, is not me bringing this back up I'll like every other time. This is Travis. I, okay? I, will, I will freely admit I did this yeah, because it did. appeals to quite I'm a few proud people of you. here. Stranger Things is coming to Dead by Daylight in a new update. September. Yep, and they're adding the Demogorgon as the killer, and they're adding in Nancy and Steve from Stranger Things. I haven't seen Stranger Things, so I don't know what any of these things are. Yeah. I actually have it either, and I'm like, well, I gotta watch it now before this I, comes out. Austin told me to watch it too. I, he says he says it's good. I I really I highly recommend it. It is, is it, a he, wonderful he says series. It's gonna hit my yep. 80s nostalgia pretty well. Yep. Season one did really well. Season two wasn't so bad. It was still a good watch. Uh, but season three took the cake. I mean, that was just a fantastic one. And of course, is it, get, is it getting old or anything? Like you think they need to end it soon? No. Like Breaking no, Bad. They, no, it's it's one of those where as you watch an episode, it's just like Breaking Bad. It's where you watch one episode and oh, I was the way for Breaking it ends, Bad to be over. No, the no, it's it's like where you watch an episode and it really leaves you like lingering for the next one. But compared to those series like uh, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, uh, Dexter, and so on, you don't have to wait the next week for the episode. It's all dumped there in front of you. But right. of course, now since it's been a while, it's it's, it's all available. It's anyway. good binge watching. Yeah, so it's oh yes. By all means, but each episode is an hour, so and yeah. each season is about eight or Breaking nine episodes. Bad. Did you see that uh, uh, movie El, was announced? El Camino. El, El Camino. Yeah, I did. That'll be interesting. Yeah. So this will be out here. What month did you say? September. They don't have an actual date. Sure, they just keep supporting this game. I'm telling you, you got to get into it. They just I, it does so well. <laughs> as be... and as of course it went on, I have it installed on my Xbox now, so nice. I will try to play it tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be toward the end of September. Um, that's how they usually do it. Uh, they have a two-week PTB on PC only. So they can adjust um, shit. Yeah, okay. people test out the killer, make sure he's not too overpowered when he goes live. I don't think they actually give a shit about that. I think they just want to see if he's fun. I think they do a little bit because they, they, 
Like was man, Ghostface. Ghostface was so overpowered even when he came out, but, man. But they he was so much fuck. worse though. Say what? But he was so much more stronger, more overpowered when he first came out. No, like the PTB he was strong, but he was really fucking strong when he first came out too. Like I don't know. I guess that's just. Until the survivors learn how to deal with them. The only right. thing it doesn't say in here is, the, I mean, they showed it in the trailer, and the trailer is definitely a little bit more cinematic. But they didn't show um, if the the high school that they were running around in here is going to actually be the level. Is yeah, that generally how it is with a no, character? No, no, no. Well, it's um, it's a laboratory. There's some lab, yeah. Yeah, is, uh, Austin said it was from season two or something like that. Um, Oh, okay. The okay. Yep, I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, these guys know. <laughs> this looked. I was gonna say the trailer actually looked more like it was in the high school than anything, but I don't remember. Okay, so if it's in the laboratory, that that definitely fits the narrative. Then, so that's cool. I, I don't know if they have a narrative, but they I, are doing that part. I'm actually excited to play this one, Preston. I'll tell you that. Yeah, you should. Uh, it's also it's it's monumental for the game because like this is the first license they have that's like current. Yeah, I yeah. Know, Halloween just came out. Well, Halloween's well, been going on they, since the seventies. The the Dead by Daylight shape came out before the remakes did. So, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying for something like current. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Stranger yeah. Things is more of a recent I, thing I compared to yeah, Halloween like, and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and then of course uh, Scream. Before, right? I would prefer they just make new killers. To be honest, I don't like. I don't need licensed killers. I, I like. I guess it doesn't really matter as long as they play unique. I don't yeah. know, like Ghostface, I, I think Ghostface is boring in right. most cases. Like, I mean, he's good. I just don't care for him as much. I like. They should just take my ideas. What do we have? Like the millipede one who leaves a trail. We had a, we had a, like we had a four whole... or five ideas in like ten minutes. Yeah, well, I was like, God, we need to work on this game. <laughs> yeah. They need to call us. So that's it in the world of news. Yeah. No kidding. That was actually the majority of our episode, really, because the topic that we actually had on the list for today was talking about top video game achievements that, you know, we, uh, at least for us, you know, personally, what we found to be the the crown jewels of our uh, gameplay experience going all the way back to when we started. So, um, yeah, I guess this is what's going to round out the rest of our episode here. So, uh, Preston, let's kick it off with you. Um, all right. Go ahead and talk about yours. All right. Well, are we doing all of them or just we want to go one at a time here? How do we want to do this? We can, we, we'll go one at a time. Yeah, time. sure. We'll go yeah, go ahead and start us Okay, so my first one there. that I'm going to go with is when I beat the original God of War in, on God mode. Like, they're super crazy fucking hard mode. And this is back when I could afford to play games for a long time. I didn't have money, so I couldn't buy new games. So I just replayed games like Dan does now. You must not have money. That's so what, fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Um... Fuck, that was a hard fucking game on God Mode. Like, everybody would bring you down in two hits. There was so much shit going on around you. I remember... The, you remember the Cerberus in the first God of War? The three-headed dogs? Mm-hmm. They would grow into larger dogs, mm-hmm. and he would spit out more little fucking dogs that if you didn't kill them fast enough, they'd grow into big fucking dogs. Dude, fuck those things on super hard mode. Uh, Ares was a bitch, too, at the end. Because he fucking countered everything you did. He broke combos it didn't matter what the fuck you were doing so you always had to be really fucking on the um on your game with your dodge rolls that was the best thing i loved about the original god of war which i don't know why a lot of hack and slashes don't do this you could roll out of any fucking combo or block out of any combo it did not matter you did not have to finish the combo Hmm. and i don't know why many games don't fucking adapt that it was so fucking great in god of war but that will be my first one it was pretty fucking intense, Sherm. Like, <laughs> if it, I can't beat the new one on any of the hard modes, I beat the Valkyries, but that was about it. 
Valkyries were fun though. They were fucking great, dude. Except but, except the queen of the Valkyries. She was a bitch. She was a pain. You have to deal with all because she had the powers of all eight. Yeah. So you eight was, of them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was just like well, it was a guessing game a lot of the times. I like me some God of War though, sure. Like it was it's pretty fucking good. Although it's like old school where you could block almost any attack in that game, so I like that the Hydra's like tromping down on me and I'm like, block, can't do nothing, sorry bitch. I worked my <laughs> way I, I worked my way through like bits and pieces of one and two, but the only one I actually sat down and really pushed through was three. Oh, and so I just good. I got to a point it wasn't even like because I don't own a PlayStation three at all. Okay. So I was playing on a buddy's and I only got as far as actually fighting Zeus. So I was like at the end of it. You know, fighting Zeus and then his hard drive corrupted. So there goes that save. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. I so it wasn't just pain. me. It was like, oh, well, it sucked for me because, you know, I was like, oh, that's a game I'm playing, but it was his PS3. So if you ever get a chance to replay them, they're, they hold up well. They they still play well. Did they ever do time. a remastered set for PlayStation 4? Not for PS4. No. They did the remaster because you. God of War 1 and 2 were on PS2, so they had to remaster those for PS3. And then they, re- and then they the did the Vita ones, too. And then they remastered God of War 3 for PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. And then they did the Vita ones for PS3. I have all of them. That was okay. like Chains of Olympus and... Uh, Ghost of Sparta. And yeah. And then Ascension was the last one they made on PS3. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they do God of War, which is so good. Everyone should play it. It's great. It is. That's my first one, though. Okay. You want to go next, Dan? Or should I? Uh, yeah, I'll go next. All right, man. Um, so I'm just going to kind of lump all these together because uh, we're short on time. But um, Don't you steal mine, motherfucker. So I just put Soulsborne stuff? <laughs> no. No, that's stealing mine. No, it has to be specific. You pick a fucking boss right now. <laughs> well, it's not a boss. I'm doing, I'm talking soul level one runs on uh, Dark Souls. Okay, this isn't mine. <laughs> um, this, is, this isn't on the remaster. But um, even, because um, I, w- I was super into PvP and all those Soulsborne games. So, um, and they got rid of this in the remaster, which sucked. But in the, in the original at least for the first Dark Souls, um, your weapon level could be whatever it was, and the only the only thing that mattered for invasion was soul level. Um, so I remember priding myself on basically being soul level like 10 or 15 or so, and going through even like the DLC, beating Artorias, cutting off Calamute's tail, um, and upgrading that all the way, and doing PvP with it, and like one-shotting people, and just pissing everybody off. <laughs> I was that guy that was like a super troll, Join areas and just completely destroy you. He fucking an asshole, man. I would, I would fucking, I would stop being your friend if you did that shit to me in Dark Souls PvP. But, but the fact that you had to be so low level to invade these people, but in order to to beat the entire game, basically where bosses could one shot you after Ornstein and Smell. You know, I did that or, or Ornstein and Smell at level ten. You know, so those those fights were insanely ridiculous. Just trying to get to the area I needed to get to to get the weapon I wanted so I could so I could level it up and still be at this low level. Um, same thing with uh, with Bloodborne. Um, I remember going for the katana in the DLC after Lady Maria, but I was fighting her at level 10. So And then that area is supposed to be 90 to 100. So any of these guys could one, two-shot you, even just regular mobs. So you had to play that game perfectly and just so I could get a weapon and power it up and piss people off. <laughs> I know. What an asshole. <laughs> What a fucking dick that you would just do this. Those poor people have no idea what the fuck is coming for them either. You oh, just, no, they did not. <laughs> he fucking shows up with the most overpowered weapons like, surprise! You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> I would hate you. This is this is a perfect example of Dan spending... Way too much time. On one game where he's like, I'm just going to go fucking go kill the bosses at level 10 because I hate my life and I'm going to do everything I can to fucking suffer. <laughs> I would never want to. 
that's too much. I get mad just the games by themselves. So going through them on level 10 does not even sound desirable to me. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess I'll take the next one here then. Um, you better. So I've only got two. It, it actually took me a while to, to sit back and think on this because it's like a lot of the games I'm playing now are they're not story-based or anything. Um, the One of them that really came to mind, though, of course, was back when I was a kid, and that was beating Adventure of Yogi Bear on Super Nintendo. So the reason why that... You've got to describe this for me. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah. So... Okay, so it's it's Yogi Bear. Okay, so the Hanna Barbera cartoon character. Oh, so you play? I just I, I'm way. just making it very <laughs> specific here. Okay, thank you. The whole it's a platformer, and the whole point of it is that uh, Jellystone Park is being commercialized and developed uh, from being a national park to something that has buildings and and uh, a community and city and that. And it's Yogi's job to try to go and stop it. Um, so this you go ahead through, of its time. Yes, yeah, so you go yeah, through. Is, man. Yeah, so you go coming. through. <laughs> you go through several different environments. Uh, the first one you're in is like a um, winter mountain type map, and then you work your way into a mine area, and then there's a jungle area, and then as it goes on, you end up in uh, like these places you wouldn't think of, like you think Jellystone, Yellowstone Park. You wouldn't think like a jungle area. What the fuck? No, but then you end up in an actual city area. So. As the game moves on and you get to the different sections, you actually see the city being built up at the end before you get to it. So as you get to a, a new map, there is um, just bits and pieces of the city coming up. So by the time you get to the end, it looks like it's almost done. The whole point of it is to go in and defeat the main guy at the end. That's an odd attention to yeah. detail for an SNES game for oh, a it Yogi was. Bear. No, right. It was, yeah. The, the reason why it was definitely such a, a big thing for me beating it was not just being a kid because you know it already beaten super mario world mario paint was whatever um i mean it was super nintendo so god you gotta think six maybe seven yeah it was it was a game that definitely appealed to like to kids it wasn't something that adults would go and just play on their own but the biggest problem is that this game and go play it right now (laughs) (laughs) the biggest problem compared to other games that were out at that time though is that there was no save point so you had to sit down and play it and beat it in one go if you oh, turn dude, the console off that yeah if noise. you t- there was no there was no password system or anything to actually get you ahead like there is in uh like Mega Man as an example like where you can get yourself moving forward to the next levels there wasn't that so you had to sit and play it once in one go and i was fortunate enough to be able to have that opportunity being i, I was surprised you know 6 7 years old to be able to be able to do that but for me, it felt like a long time, and I'm sure to my parents, it was probably only a couple hours. I, I don't remember how long exactly it was. But to be able to beat that, to sit down and play that game all the way through, even with as frustrating as it was, I think was like the the crown one for me. You know, beating Super Mario World was great, taking Bowser down, but I think that one, especially on the SNES, was. Did it play top. well at all? No. No, it was no. shitty. No, no, because no, because the actual hitboxes for. Um, I, the hitboxes for enemies were actually pretty good, uh, but the hitboxes for the environment, so you would jump and you would think you would hit a ledge just right to land on, and then, no, you'd end up hitting a pit of death and just have to start the level over. That was piss me off yeah. so fucking much, especially in, like, old yeah. SNES platforms. So, um, the way to collect different points on things was these, like, again, I don't get it. I think it was more of, like, a like it interrupted Yogi's hibernation, and so part of it is instead of, like, coins in Mario, you'd actually pick up little clocks like little like uh, stopwatch, pocket watch looking clocks. Um, you would jump on picnic baskets to be able to actually get you to higher um, levels within the within the main level itself or higher um, areas. From there, 
uh, those would break. So if you didn't hit those just right, you couldn't get up there again. They wouldn't actually reload, even if you left the the screen and came back to it. Um, they wouldn't reload, so of course that could mess you up for getting bonuses. To keep your life going, it's Yogi, so of course his big thing is food, so cake. So you'd actually find different bits of cake to refill your life, and hitting an enemy would take away either They've an eighth or a quarter piece of cake. <laughs> yeah. The problem, though, being young... No, there is no problem. And of course, the game, starting no, the game's <laughs> perfect. There is no problem no. with this game. So you guys remember going into the theaters with the THX startup sound yeah like you know like you'd go in it's like okay a movie has thx and it'd be really loud it was the same way with the yogi game that as soon as you started up it was yogi's head coming at you and it was basically him screaming here comes yogi <laughs> and it was <laughs> oh my god and the problem is if you're playing this game at six o'clock in the morning and your parents are still asleep and you forget to turn the tv down from the night prior oh my god you're gonna piss off so many people and of course hand raised here right now that was how fucking loud did you have your volume that you it was, needed to see it was, you know from like watching it was like from a movie or a tv show but you think six o'clock at night it's really quiet and then just here comes yogi like right in your face and I'm it was looking for it i want to hear this <laughs> but i can't find it anyway yeah it's Adventure. weird to think that how, yeah. how fucking spoiled we are how far we've come with yeah. checkpoints like yeah. I'll get pissed at a game if it makes me go back more than five minutes and there yeah. were, to where I was dying. I was like, dude, there fuck were, you. There and, were checkpoints, I think, in the game, but I can't remember what they were. Like, giant clocks for some reason. Like, instead of finding the smaller pocket watches, it was bigger ones. Like, that, I, I think it was bigger ones that you could actually get checkpoints, but I don't really remember. But it What was did the continue feel- system like? Um, it was as soon as you die, you just end up either, like I said, I think it was either at the beginning or wherever the checkpoint was at or like close to it. The thing that comes to mind that would give you a better idea of it was maybe closer to how Donkey Kong Country was, is that you may not, you may not respond immediately where the checkpoint was at, but you might be just like before it. Um, and that was more of, I think like a safety thing. So it's like, you don't have all the enemies near that checkpoint around you, but. Did you find it? I think I did. Oh, did you no. actually find the opening? It says, here comes Yogi. It's four <laughs> seconds long. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I want you to think back to like, you know, imagine like six o'clock in the morning. You want to play this game. Your parents are asleep. Um, hopefully if it loads. If I need to yeah, throw you on Wi-Fi, I can. Um, but it was, yeah, it was loud. Like I said, it's like the, it was like the THX sound of our time. It's like of that time. Here, let me put you on Wi-Fi real quick and you can, you can look it up. Yep. I'm moving uh, the Wi-Fi network for you. Yep. Hacking in. I didn't try. No, that's okay. That sounds... I just want to hear this here. comes well, joke. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm trying to fucking hear it. It was... God, I, I, I miss old SNES games. I'm not kidding. It should be on the SNES Classic. All right. Yeah, let's see. Uh. Oh, yeah. That's right. You searched for it in Chrome, did you? Yep. Oh, my God. That, this is it? That, bring, that brings back a lot of... That brings back a lot of memories. Oh, shit. My fucking... Uh, did it actually load up an advertisement in the middle of a four-second video? No, my uh, my headphone, headphone. Yeah, my Bluetooth's connected. Oh, it's your Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah, that was loud like, in your headphones. I was like, wow, Dang that was it. really quiet. Like, yeah, and my, I was like, wait, my Bluetooth. No, I was like, no, this is a uh, this is a this is a good like. I got to reload. Yeah. Oh my god, I don't give a fuck about YouTube Premium. <laughs> As he tries to load up this. God, this, this is just fucking ridiculous. Just let me go. Is that, that's not it, is it? I don't even know what the fuck is happening because it won't fucking let me do anything. I'm getting yeah. You have to go. You have to go back to Chrome. Oh my and it'll god! Load up. I had this shit. Though. You had it open. Go up to. Ah! 
dog. Go okay. back to your abs and go no, look I'm gonna, for crow. Here, okay. gonna, I mean, fuck you. <laughs> Are you actually there? <laughs> here comes Yogi. I'm gonna. Um, that's what it says. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Here. Okay. Okay. I want this one right. Here we go. I'm gonna listen to this shit. Oh, maybe you have to turn up the volume. Oh man, actually. my fucking phone yeah. probably doesn't have its volume up. Right. right again. God damn, this is taking for fucking ever. <laughs> 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 that was fantastic. So that was it. So you imagine? <laughs> you imagine in the morning? What was that again? <laughs> <laughs> That was it. That's fucking fantastic. That was it. Yeah, that was that was the that was what my childhood consisted of was Man, Mario, Super Mario game. World, How Mario Paint. This, <laughs> this is what my day is. I still have a Super Nintendo into. in my basement. I yeah. do, I have one too. Yeah. yeah. the The best way to play this game though is um, what's it called? Adventures of Yogi Bear, Adventure. or maybe Adventure of Yogi Bear. Uh, I can't remember if it was. I think it was Adventure, Adventure of Yogi Bear for Super Nintendo. But it was one of those that um, once you figure out the level, like once you die, like you could speed through it. Like you could figure out exactly like where to hit jump at the right time and just keep running if you had to. Is it Yo- okay, so here, Adventures, yeah, that's it. Adventures of Yogi Bear. Yeah, and you're trying to find the cartridge. 15 bucks! <laughs> Guys, it's worth 15 bucks, isn't it? To fucking listen to this sh- I would spend fucking 100 of course, oh I have God. no fun. You guys oh are killing God. me here with this one right now. Let's see. Dude, this looks amazing. You like that? Oh, but it's shipping prices a lot. Never mind. It's like more than the game. Um, <laughs> I hate when that fucking happens. Ah, that's a pretty good one there. Yeah, so that was a big one. Was that the first game you ever beat? Uh, no, I think I had Super Mario World already done. Okay. By that time, I was playing. I was mixing it up between a few okay. games. Yeah. Here comes Yogi! <laughs> it's so good. Oh, Game Grumps actually played it. I didn't realize Game Grumps played it. But, yeah. Well, they copied us. Did they? Yeah. So we like definitely around before that. So here was the actual <laughs> opening part of it, though, too. So Someone's been listening to our podcast. <laughs> Someone. <laughs> it's oh. the Game Grumps guys. <laughs> yeah, so that was... <laughs> what a fucking opening, dude. That's no okay. That was like the that was the opening part, and then um, I want you actually. I guys actually want you to see some of the gameplay part though, just because it's. Oh my god! Yeah. So that was the actual level select. You could go back to the levels once you got to them. Of Dude, course, this looks fucking amazing. It's... Why are we not playing this right now? Fuck Dead by Daylight. Is it on Game Pass? It's probably not on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. So there's your actual life Yogi gauge right there confirmed. with the cake. Yeah, and then you grab the uh, clock pieces. And then you do have enemies in here, though, too. Uh, Those that are pretty fit, good uh, graphics. Like, yeah. For Super Nintendo, yeah. Yeah, I was like, that yeah. looks pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super Nintendo, though, Yogi confirmed Smash Brothers character. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> but I about came my pants. I was like, "Why is this not yeah. in the news?" But that was the that was the gameplay part of it, though. Again, the only thing about it was, yeah, the hitbox on some of the actual environmental stuff was just off by a bit. So you'd get a jump just right the first time, but then die somewhere else. And then the second time going through, it's like, "Oh shit, how did I miss that?" That was amazing. Yeah, I so there you go. To play that but game. that was my that was my uh, that was my first. Well, fuck! I don't even want to do my list that. anymore. God damn! <laughs> just, I'm glad I stole the show. Yeah, it's over, man. Let's, I, we're done. That's it. That's, that's, that's we're it. We're done. All right, let me let me just turn this off here. All right. So What's my your next, next one, one is when I first played Rock Band, and being able to learn how to play expert on the drums. 
progressively getting better. It was I remember the first one I could do was Enter Sandman. <clears throat> you remember that in Rock Band mm-hmm. One? Well, I can be able to play that on drums on Expert. I was like, I felt like such a fucking badass. And you were fucking like by the end of it because you're. Drums are tiring mm-hmm. on fucking rock band. And I was actually like sweating up a fucking storm. Like I had to take off my shirt and shit like a real fucking rock band thing. And I was like, dude, I feel like such a fucking badass doing it. And then fucking, of course, Zach and Austin are still fucking playing on normal on fucking. Well, no one was doing vocals because. Yeah, you think back to They were doing bass and like You think back guitar. to the uh, people who really pushed through doing like, um, what was it? Uh, Trogdor on Guitar Hero 3, I think. Was it and World then, Tour? of course, and then what was that? Wasn't that one World Tour? No, it was on. It was uh, on three. Was it was I think it was three. Oh, yeah, was three. and then there was uh, through the fire and flames as well by Dragon oh, yeah, Force. Yeah, that was the yeah. big oh, one. That was the on one. Expert. That yeah. was yeah, on expert. And but, I could never do. I I can't get my fingers moved that fast on uh, guitar. But drums, it always made me feel like, hey, maybe I could really play drums. I know I can't, but it made me feel like I could. It is. <laughs> as a drummer, I will tell you, it is a good segue is that it gets you to figure out beats it feels and much gets more you similar out, than yeah. it is like the comparison to guitar agreed like, i yeah. would think that if you went and paid the extra money for like guitar hero world tours like bigger drum set the one that actually had the symbols on it instead right. of the one that looked just like rock bands if you did that um and got used to playing on that then you could probably transition over to a regular drum set no problem because that system itself and that's one i really wanted was it actually had a um computer system you could put into it to make it an electronic drum set so you're done playing guitar hero you could take that one off to the side and play it as an electric drum set as if you're just playing a drum set that's That'd be it fucking cool yeah that's pretty cool but see yeah, yeah you I'll, I'll tell you like being able to play it on expert like as an actual drummer i still can't play those games on expert because you like the beats where you're hitting cymbals at and you're actually hitting different drums at it lines up to a point Whereas, like, I can play Inner Sandman on the drums all day. I have right. absolutely no problem with that whatsoever. So I applaud you for being able to do it on Rock Band. Well, I can't do it anymore. I, I used to be honest. Used dude, to, I can't fucking do I just, shit on Rock Band anymore. I, just, I couldn't flip it. I couldn't do it. I was able to do I that one and Run to the Hills on the first one. And oh, I was, man. I was, I was and, fucking stoked that I could do either one of them. And that one's even a bitch on just regular drums. Like, Run to the Hills. Oh, my God. It was a bitch on... It was a, I, yeah. I barely passed. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, hitting, like, 97%. Yeah. I was like, dude, fuck this. Like, I'm not... Don't be, like, portions. I'm like, I'm not playing that. And I'll be like, I'm hopefully a, I last long enough no. that I can finish this. And that's where it's like, I applaud you on being able to do that in Rock Band. Because I was couldn't tough. either. And, yeah. Yeah. I know Dan can fuck... Remember it was Ben. Well, someone could do expert on fucking guitar no matter what. Any fucking song. Joel. Was it Joel? Joel was really big into Guitar Hero. Like, he was the one who introduced me to it. Like, with Guitar Hero 2. Right. And, yeah, he could he could go crazy on there, like, through expert. Mm. So I, I used to be able to do expert mm-hmm. for 90% of it. Like, like through the Fire Flames. Nope. No thanks. No. So, yeah. but, that intro like, like, um, I was like, okay. What was this, it? Uh, this feels stupid. I can't heads. even fucking play, like... <laughs> like yeah, the cure Friday. I'm in love anymore. I'm fucking yeah. medium. I'm like, what is wrong with my fingers? What was it? The, the big ones was like Trogdor was really hard on expert. Uh, Buckethead's Jordan, dude, was also that. really bad I'm, too. Mm, um, no, thank you. Yeah, and then there was uh, uh, Miserloo was pretty crazy too on expert. But I, I, yeah, I couldn't get. I, hard was as far as I went, and then even on some of those songs, that was just pfft, nope. It's so, it's a bitch. Kudos I, to I, you, man. I could, I did it. Like, kudos to you on drums okay dude. i shouldn't even say like i did it i could not consistently do it <laughs> like some days i'd be like nope this my my brain's not working today because you almost <laughs> just have to know the song like you can't 
and, your reaction my reaction time is not fast enough to just see it and be like oh and, i need to do this right and that's where i was saying like between being an actual drummer and playing on a game you hear it differently you understand where things are at so you you've got your symbols here you've got oh, your drums yeah, you got so everything you know how so act. you think exactly like it is but then you're hamstrung by four pads right four pads in the pedal and so your mind is not lining up just right is like could i do it after some time probably but no mm-hmm. that's why it's like for you i got you yeah but to transition that to actually playing real drums i think you would probably have been in a good spot so again kudos to you man the road not traveled <laughs> what could have been dan <laughs> not like recording a, this like podcast a, like a drummer rock out in an alternate universe <laughs> yeah my god this this podcast would not be getting recorded and we'd be on with our lives <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure I would have been so good. People would have come from miles. Like that South Park where Kyle's playing Guitar Hero in the bowling alley. Remember the beginning part where the kid is like, he goes, he can play this. And he goes, all right, let's hear it. And he just says, oh my god at the drugs and sex party yeah oh what a good episode let's go watch that after this alright that was my second one alright so uh, next one I have is um, back in the golden days of uh, wow okay back during the Wrath of the Lich King expansion I was um, there was such a thing my brother and I had a guild Hmm. that we had started and uh, we ended up getting all the way up to third on server for progression. And this was back during um, Nax Ramus just came out. So Nax 10 and Nax 25. And it was like such a big deal to even be I don't able know what to... those words mean. What does that mean? Yeah, break it down for us okay, a little bit. Okay, so end game content. Obviously, it's a MMO, right? right? So you're mostly just playing by yourself, doing single quests, fetch quests, go kill 15 boar, come back, get five pieces of meat, come back. Mm-hmm. Um. But this sounds awesome. But you know, you <laughs> obviously there's like a whole social aspect to it. Where you start a guild and then you know hang out with people, do stuff. There are five man dungeons, so um, and then it goes up from there to ten and twenty five man raids. And these are and this is actually what I attribute to my gaming skill in general, having awareness because um, I was at that time I was I was raid leader, um, so the, we're talking bosses that have mechanics that you had never seen before in games there were especially for 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 nax there was every every boss had a gimmick to him there would be bosses like i can think of thaddeus right now where he's a he basically a frankenstein's monster and Mm. he charges the entire raid with a positive or a negative charge and if any of these people cross with each other they kill each other and he will randomly switch certain party members random at random, like, three or four party members to different polarities. So you had to, like, say... Holy shit! And, wow. and it was it was in a matter of, like, he would it would happen and you would have, like, a second or two to react. But you had to, like, stack up in separate groups on other opposite sides of the boss and you'd have a tank fighting him. The polarity shift would happen and these people would have to, to shift to the other group but you had to go clockwise. So you wouldn't cross with the other people on the other side that also got the polarity shift. So like there's all kinds of mechanics like this and to be able to do it at all was kind of a big thing. But uh, there were all these like online websites that had all these stats for all the different guilds and our guild was ended up being third best on the entire server. Um, so we were able to do progression and stuff more than thousands of other people could. And there were just 10 of us that basically me and my brother, like we recruited these people and then we trained them up 
to be Raiders. So it was just really cool to see people that you had met on, on this game that you got close with, and then together as a group were able to accomplish all these these bosses. And so how many people were in your guild by, you know, when you hit that um, third slot? So our guild never got too big, and that was the other thing that we that we prided ourselves on is the, the, the other two guilds that were ahead of us, they had hundreds and hundreds of members. So they could, you know, if someone couldn't make the raid, they could just swap in someone else, you know. But ours only got up to about, probably about 50 or so people. Okay. And not everyone was wanted to be a raider. Not everyone could do it. Because we would have, like, a, a weekly schedule. Like, we're going to raid these two nights for these Also, three. Brandon couldn't do it. <laughs> these two <laughs> nights for, for, like, three hours a night. So, and you know, so there there weren't there weren't many of us, so we had to rely on each other to be there all the time. And, but so yeah, we didn't have a, a big roster. So the fact that we were able to push so far with the few amount of people that we had was was really cool. But you at least kept it tight knit and kept everybody apprised of what was going on and right, right. you okay. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it was impressive. It was, it was it's not something I ever want to do, but it sounds pretty impressive I mean, to get it done. It, it really, yeah, top it's, 3. It's just Yeah. It's it, it really taught you gaming awareness in general. Like, that's why I contribute even to, like, Overwatch. Like, how I'm aware of everything. World of Warcraft rating taught me all of this. Mm. And for you, it was Yogi Bear, huh? <laughs> <laughs> There's also an age difference, though, too, when it came to, like, when I beat Yogi Bear versus, of course, when there's this World of Warcraft <laughs> shit. So if we're going to start making those comparisons, you can kindly, uh, you can kindly go ahead and let yourself out. But now it takes me to another question with you in World of Warcraft. Um, are you going to play Classic then? Are you already signed up to get into Classic? Or are you not going to? I want to, but I don't think I will right away. Um, Too much Fire Emblem after, well, waiting for well, you? Because I played, I played World of Warcraft for over 10 years, almost 11 years. So basically since it came out. And uh, I'm just MMO'd out. Okay. Even even recently, this past couple months, I even tried to see if I could get not not World of Warcraft in general, but I, I tried a free one. I tried Guild Wars two again because I bought that one initially came out and I stopped playing it. And after an evening, I was like, I'm so bored. Wow. So I just I guess I just that that time has has ran its course, and I would like to play it, but I honestly think I would play it for a couple of days and be like, okay, I'm done. Wow. So okay, it probably take a long time to get back into it too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because you've got all the mechanics that have changed. You've got, mm -hmm. um, but then of course, even going back to like World of Warcraft Classic, though, is that yeah, it's like all the mechanics you have learned that have changed. You've got to push aside because like, okay, how did this run day one? So, so maybe I will, but it's not. But I'm not like excited for it. Mm -hmm. So that's that's where I'm at with that. But yeah, old school rating, being able to say, hey, we're top three in the server. That was fun. Very cool. Um, I guess I'm up next, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. Okay, yeah, I was like, okay. Um, this one isn't as impressive as World of Warcraft or Yogi Bear, but um, this one now kind of takes us more recent, <laughs> or anything that Preston said so far. I said good <laughs> things too, people. <laughs> God of God I'm good of at War. Games too. Yeah. You don't even know. Fuck you guys, man. I agree, man. I can't. God of War does not beat Yogi Bear. You're right. 
I can't. I, you win. I'm sorry. I don't even know why I bother saying my alter ego. <laughs> we can't make. I'll be perfectly honest with all of this. We can't make comparisons between all these games because it's it's not the same time periods as when these games came out. I mean, you're talking Super Nintendo versus PC versus uh, PlayStation Two. You know, there's all variances. So you I know, want the Yogi Bear game so bad. Like, <laughs> I've got a hankering. Okay, Preston. Before I get to my game, Preston, I'll tell you what. Okay, I got. A I got. Like this is brownies. I've got my Raspberry Pi up there mounted to my networking board. I will get a emulator set up on it for Super Nintendo. Mm. I will find a Yogi Bear ROM. We will get it hooked into the TV. And one of these nights before we start recording, okay, oh we'll get it plugged God. in and I will let you play. I'm okay? going to live here for a weekend. <laughs> probably, uh, probably not. But ROMs. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you set up so you can you can try it out. Okay. I remember using I, ZSNES ROM on my laptop, and I would play Double Dragon in English class. <laughs> that was my thing. My <laughs> thing was playing Goldeneye in my mass media class back in high school. That was playing Goldeneye on an N64 mm. ROM because they didn't lock down the computers except you know the general firewall. Like, oh, you can't go to MySpace. That tells me, you know, that tells you how far it was. In, I was in high school. Oh my but, god! Um, no, it's like yeah, you can go. I downloaded ROMs. <laughs> I downloaded ISO. I downloaded ISOs. I downloaded emulators. So I was like, I was playing that. It's like, oh, my project's done. <laughs> Goldeneye. He said MySpace. I did. Yeah, it hurts, right? <laughs> um, no, mine is definitely more recent and happened early last year and was in PUBG. So for me to get an actual solo win is very, very rare. And most of that comes back to what we talked about earlier is that with uh, these Battle Royale games is the amount of time that you put into actually playing is that you can definitely get... Um, you can definitely get just fatigue from uh, just mental fatigue from running for 20 minutes and then getting shot and then dead. It's like, crap, I just wasted 20 minutes not doing anything. Fortunately, with this one, that's not what happened. And this- I'm sorry, I have a quick question. So, soloing, do you mean that you were the last one alive? Yes, yes. Or that you were running a solo queue? No, solo. So last one alive. So playing in okay, a sing, okay. in the in the single player portion, not doing duos or three man squad. It was just playing all my own. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm so good. sorry. Yeah, those wins are very very far and few and in between for me on those types of games. But this one, of course, it got to one of those points where it was just one v one. I had the guy I was fighting up against was hiding a, in a bush across from me, maybe twenty meters out. And, of course, I'm hiding as well, too. We're taking pot shots at each other. We can't hit each other. So, finally, of course, it, the timer starts going down, and it's getting close enough to where the circle's actually going to collapse. I had one grenade left, pulled the pin on that grenade, and happened to toss that, bounced off of the guy's head, and blew up <laughs> over him. And the zone had just started to encroach enough that it blew up over him, took him down to just enough health. So, as the blue zone came in over the top of him, that killed him. And that was That's game. fucking fantastic. Yeah. Did you... Did you happen to send to keep a clip of that? I didn't. No. Piece of shit. I got a screenshot of it though. Um, well, fucking good. Is like, that I got a screenshot of the end parts actually. You just like, put up on the Facebook. Winner, yeah. <laughs> no. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. And so that was, that was it. Yeah. So I just had to make sure. Like I knew I'd kill them with the grenade, or at okay. least I thought I'd kill them with the grenade. So I had to go back and watch with a replay to to see what was going on to see like how well he did versus how well I did. That's pretty and that's fucking when, sweet though. Yeah, and it's just of course it was just tink, boom. Gone. I mean, that really is what is so good about those games is everybody but, has a story like that of like, dude, you but, would not believe what the fuck happened. But again, that's again, that's one of those far few and in between. And you think it's like, okay, you're all pepped up, you're on the adrenaline, you go into the next game and you suck. 
Yes, yeah, like how many games though are you just that. running around for twenty minutes, like you said? Exactly. Nothing happens, and then you die. It's and like, god damn it. So it's like I can say that's one of my achievements Extreme for PUBG, but yeah, I can't say I'm good at a battle royale game because I don't sink the time into it because it does it fatigues on you. So to be able to say that was them. a good one, that was that was cool. But you watch all these other people who play like. I watch a lot of Twitch streamers. So Chaco Taco is one of the streamers I watch and all he plays is PUBG and he's, he's way beyond anything I will ever be able to be like ever. So it's fucking nuts watching those guys. No, it's on any game whatsoever. It's unreal. So yeah, that's that literally is it for me. Those are the only two I could actually think of everything else. It was really tough. This was a hard one to actually think on. So that's because you only play three games. (laughs) No, That's true. Overwatch, oh, Apex. I didn't know anything. I didn't know about this love for Yogi Bear. Like that came out of nowhere. My God, dude! I just want to play it so bad. I will get it. I will try my best by next um, next meetup to have it. Ready I'm getting for you. nostalgia. I will try unless Nintendo decides to go ahead and push out their Super Nintendo um, ability on the Switch. You know, and maybe it'll be there. Maybe it'll be one I can actually get for you to play. Who Not knows? Next week. I don't fucking know. I gotta do what I can. I don't think there will be. When is that supposed to even happen? What, the actual Super Nintendo yeah. emulation yeah, on, the on, on the Switch? It's yeah. been talked about. They're seeing some... There's some copyright thing that went on with Nintendo to be able to get it set up, and I don't know if someone found some actual code inside the Switch itself to get it ready for the Super... No, I know what it was. Uh, FCC... Yeah. No, it's just... <laughs> it, it took me forever to figure out was like where it came from. No. Uh, the FCC cur- just had a wireless super nintendo looking controller go through their approvals because of course the fcc has to stamp anything that deals with you know the radio communications and such but yeah it was actually shaped like a super nintendo controller but you only saw the back of it so uh that was it and then it had a new branding and it was an official uh licensed nintendo product so yeah so i assume it's going to be soon rumors abound did they actually come out with an nes wireless controller though for the switch for any of the nes yes. games did they okay yes. so then that makes sense for that to be the next thing wasn't an off-brand one no that's what i thought it was but an they official were, they, they were super expensive it was like like 60 or 70 bucks for like an nes controller yeah Dude, it was the that. same no. cost as like a pro controller yeah then. it was insane yeah fuck switch fuck nintendo just imagine if they decide to go <laughs> imagine if they decide to allow like N- nintendo 64 <laughs> emulation on there too and you get to be able to play those that N64 controllers probably going to cost like 80 bucks. Goldeneye. I do want to fucking play Goldeneye. Well, I mean, maybe okay. they'll go. Oh, man. Go no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt. Maybe. Dude, if they were going to do that, it would have been done by now. You think? Hey, if I can get an N64 Mini and it comes with Blast Core on there, I'm fine. I think they might do it. Blast Core would be awesome Those to play were again. successful. They were. And then PlayStation tried, and of course, that ended up being a piece of shit. Well, they, one fucking game on the whole thing worth a damn. Yeah. Yeah, and they found out someone actually ported the software for the PlayStation Classic to the Super Nintendo, and it ran better on that hardware than it did on their own. Like they, like one guy was actually one guy I watched on YouTube was actually showing like he was doing video wow. comparisons, like with a camera right up to the screen to show how the tearing was between the PlayStation Classic hardware and the Super Nintendo Classic hardware, and even an original PlayStation. Yeah, miles. Miles away from what it was. Wow, that's yeah. fucking ridiculous. It's funny that they ported it to that just to prove a point. It's like Nintendo's got it down. So, well, they used to. But they used to. <laughs> They've been doing pretty well still. They are. But, I just yeah. Switch is but, Switch is fine. Wii U kind of fell off. I think the Wii U was really that test platform because the actual Wii U gamepad 
is a switch without it, it's just okay they, let's pick it back it's a switch light let's put it like that because you can't detach anything from the side of it and you got the pad on there and you can play it without the tv actually on so okay yeah do you have any others though preston i have one last one okay all right so this is like this might be my achievement of all time it's beating the orphan of cost and bloodborne dlc he's the hardest fucking boss i've ever beat anything seriously took me six hours of just going back and forth to this fucking guy out of those six hours how many times did you actually die to before you beat him fuck it because he was right there yeah i was like yeah i was like it yeah because he is not even it's not even a run up to him you just go down that thing and go and to him real fast it's not even running up so fuck every time and i would die Probably a match would probably go about five minutes until I... Hundreds! Yep, we're gonna go with hundreds, because this fucking guy was the worst. He is... He's big. He's big. He hits a tank. He hits like a fucking tank, basically. And he has combos, so it's not just one hit. He fucking double hits you. He fucking ruins your day. He is completely relentless. He's on you the whole time, so it's so hard to find any kind of fucking opening... Two long sweeps, yeah. Like that get they, behind him too. They, they take up twenty five percent of the screen at least sometimes, and it's better. Like there is an opening like to leap over that fucking mace thing that he's doing with the swing across, or his shrimp thing, whatever the fuck I'm gonna call it. He has a shrimp on his hand that he uses on like a chain. It's the worst, but it's hard to. <laughs> I mean, you could jump it and break that fucking and take that chance, but if you miss, my god, he's gonna. He's so punishing. Any miscalculation you have is so punishing. And I don't know if you mentioned this already, but what difficulty was it? Normal. That just normal, and it was that. <laughs> there's, there's no difficulty settings. It's like, yeah, you know, those oh, games. Okay. It's. I, I mean, do, do they get difficult as you do new game plays and stuff? New game plus. I mean, they, they get more health. That's about it. Wow. But but the actual the mechanics anime, don't the mechanics so, change. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. So there's no so there's no actual difficulty setting, but okay. So that it's just it difficulty increases over time than just on the actual boss that you're going up to i have i i have seen them i've seen demon souls dark souls bloodborne that i've never played it but it definitely does look like it's a pain in the ass to get through you make him play I'm, it no, sometime. i've it's <laughs> in my list to pick up dark souls for the switch just so that way i can take it with me and play it because it's one of those games that i would like to be able to actually take with me to play like if i go on my lunch break at work that i can just pull out the switch and sit there and and do that in the break room or, you know, at my desk with my computer off, I can just sit back and do it. So. So what, what was the question that you had? I, difficulty. What about it? I was just wondering if there was a, that's what I was wondering is like, if you had it on a different difficulty, but oh, if there okay. is no, no, dif- no. that's no, all. Like all the bosses, yeah. like he said, mechanics are the same, yeah. I guess. If it's, it's just whether they're, how hard they hit you versus, and how much okay. damage you can actually But they, but it. the bosses get difficult though, as you progress through the game though, is that the boss that you're going to fight at the end of it may not, is not going to be as, Simple potentially is the first boss you actually correct. Sometimes correct. It, I don't know. Orange and Smower is probably still the hardest boss in regular Dark Souls, and he's the midway point. Deal, mm. but these guys are all DLC bosses, and oh, from okay. software does not fuck around when they're doing they their not DLC. Pull punches of DLCs. Yeah, DL, mm. if you do DLC, you are in for a fucking fight. There has been no easy DLC boss really. I mean, there's the ones that are like I guess easier, but they're like a mid game boss in just the regular game. That Winged Guardian was pretty easy in the Artorias of the Abyss DLC. Yeah, he, I killed he was him a throwaway boss. I was, I guess, a veteran at that point. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Mm. DLC does okay. not fuck her. like anything you think, but they're also the best fights. Um, the like most rewarding di- for sure. Yeah, like I cannot tell you the fucking feeling. I almost broke my fucking TV and controller, 
because of the number of times she died. Like happy break, like yeah, fuck this game, I don't want to touch anything (laughs) again. And of course, my data corrupted, so I have to do it again. We'll see. Maybe I can beat him in three hours this time. Because you have you have a better idea of no, yeah. But it was still fucking luck. That I mean, it comes down usually. I don't know if this was for Dan when he beat him. It's next hit wins. Like you are, you are out of shit. You have no chance. Like. Go for it. Next fucking hit on this guy wins. It's it's so fucking sweet if you're the one who can land the hit though. And he's so fucking like. What was it? What was the actual? His boss name is the again? Orphan of Kos. Like, and if you watch like any K-O-S. of those, KOS. Yeah, KOS. If you watch any of these like Dark Soul boss rankings, he's the top on all of them. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen one where someone's like, no, it's not this guy. This guy is so fucking ridiculous. And I, because Dan had told me about him, and he's like, no, seriously, dude. He goes, it took me five and six hours or something like that. I was like, ah, I've, I've beaten plenty of bosses. Yeah, he does. He looks like he does have a shrimp on his hand. Although, I mean, I guess it's probably more of like guts or some. I think like it's that. a, like, it's a, it's a, um, fuck. What are they? Um, ancient one. It's an ancient one inside yeah. inside the actual shrimp. There's a story to the DLC. They're pretty fucking good stories too for like Bloodborne. But it's an uh, which are like the great beans of that time. I guess mm-hmm. you want to call them for the Bloodborne game, but. There's actual story to him. It's such a cool environment, though. I loved that going to that to that area. Yeah, yeah, it's such a cool area. The fight, like, if he was just a little less difficult, he would probably be my favorite boss in the game. Yeah, I'm just checking out the <clears throat> video here of him just yeah, to kind of see. He's, he's fucking insane. He's so fast. You don't expect it all yeah, just the time. The, just the, I just went to Google Images real quick just to see what he looked like, and he doesn't look that fast. He looks more like he'd be lumbering around and he'd take a little bit to get to, but, of course... With what you talk about in hits, it seemed like it would be a, it'd be a yeah, it hits you and you're down fifty, sixty percent. He seems like he might be like a charge one. Like he seems like he'd be because there's mm-hmm. other ones that are like fucking stories high, and those are the ones that are always usually slower. But even in the DLC, if it's they don't give a shit, man. Like if it's DLC boss, he's coming for you, and they are not. It's not even necessarily that they hit hard. It's they're fast it's and the they pace hit hard. They keep yeah, this pain. guy like he takes a little bit to get up there, but oh my god, yeah, he yeah, is. Just watch this fucking boss fight. I am. He is like it's so hard to describe how fucking hard it is unless you've played him. This, yeah, and, and in comparison to the other Souls bosses, it's bad. But so he is my all-time thing. Like whenever someone's like, "Oh, I play, I play games," I'm like, "Oh, did you beat Orphan of Cost?" And I'm like, "I don't even know what that is." Like, then don't like get the fuck <laughs> off my couch. You don't even know. <laughs> piece of wow. shit wow <laughs> yeah it's like one hit is taken away like 25 percent. oh my god yeah and 25 percent there on one yeah like and and, and, and he really counters a what, huge mechanic of the game yeah. which is you can um i don't even know what, it, what they call it but stealing back health with your yeah, attacks back whatever yeah that's what this guy's doing right now because i'm seeing like he's losing like 25 percent of his health but if every you hit, hit him back, but as he's hitting get, others you yeah you're get, getting yeah. like 15 10 15 percent Back. Yeah, which is a mechanic of Bloodborne to teach mm-hmm. you to be aggressive and not just yeah. back off and heal. It teaches you exchange blows, and you can tank yeah. through a lot of stuff. Damn. But he okay. counters it really that fucking was, well. That was plenty. Damn. That. That's cool. Okay. So I just I wanted not, to see that because it's oh, like yeah. the way you're talking about him. But yeah, looking at those pictures, you expect it to be more kind of just taking his time to get to you. But as, if you're not in the right spot at the right time, as soon well, as he hits you, you're... kind of slow. Like, you have to get really close to him before he even fucking initiates the fight. Mm-hmm. And then when he does, he's like, all right, let's do it. And I'm like, no, <laughs> let's go away. But I just remember... But I never really got mad at him the whole time we were fighting. I'm like, god damn. I got mad at myself. I'm like, god damn it. I knew I shouldn't have jumped in there or something like that. Or, the only time I ever got mad is when there's a little bit of RNG at the fucking end 
where you don't know which attacks he's going to do when he can do a whole fucking like, whole lightning attack. He has a lightning attack that does the whole map. You have to hide inside the cave at the beginning is the only way I found to avoid it. I don't know if there's a different way. Dang. But, but sometimes he, sometimes he's so aggressive and he'll throw that out four or five times or sometimes he'll just do it once or twice. And so it's really hard if you're at the other end of the shore to get all the way up to that fucking cave by him. And so, one time he jumped in. That was the best one though. I, I saw the, cause you get a pretty good, um, tell that it's coming mm-hmm. and I'm like okay here we go so I take off running into the thing and I took my camera off him so I'm just running into the cave all of a sudden he lands in front of me with the cave I was like uh oh and he swings and just crushes my face <laughs> I was like touche what of cost you son of a bitch yeah that's my guy though nice do you have any others Dan? Uh, yeah I've, just, I've got a couple others I just put them here cool man um, lay him out that was my last one beating <laughs> Commander difficulty in Iron Man mode of XCOM 2. Commander difficulty isn't even the hardest difficulty of that game, <laughs> and I'm still proud of it. <laughs> what's Okay, what's I the hardest proud, difficulty? I was just Legendary. proud to beat the fucking okay. game, Legendary dude. If you got to play XCOM what is, to fucking What is commander it. level, then? Like, is that like... So, it's, it's, there's there four, and it's the third. Okay. So, there's Legend is the hardest, and that's, that's above that, and then... Then commander, and then okay, so like an easy, normal, hard, like very hard. Right. Okay, this would I be gotcha. hard. Yeah, wow. There's an easy mode in XCOM. I figure it's the normal. That I was that's why dude, I was just fucking, I, I was just using it as an example. Dude, normal is so hard in XCOM. Like, sell it, Dan. Sell how fucking hard this is. <laughs> it's. Uh, it, I know. <laughs> It's hard to even explain it properly. Okay, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try to explain how fucking hard normal was. So, All right. Justin, uh, the game has permadeath. If you make a mistake, the the computer fucking makes you pay for it, man. If you put someone in the wrong spot, uh, pers- it does that shit where it's a turn based thing, so you have a percentage chance to hit the guy. Um, if you have like a sniper at a high point or something. I was on the last level, and I know I needed to land this hit. And it was 97% chance I was going to sniper shot. And I was like, okay, this is the only way I'm going to stay alive is mm-hmm. if I land a safe. And, of course, the fucking game's like, nope, you missed on this one. I was like, fucking goddamn it. And then all of a sudden swarms just hit you from all fucking sides. You cannot – it's hard to even know what the fuck is even going on. And they're so accurate. The computer is so fucking good at this game. And this is just on normal. I cannot – I would put just getting out of XCOM 2 alive in normal mode is a fucking achievement. So to even fucking understand that he could even do – I don't even. I bet I couldn't even do the first mission. So the entirety of XCOM then is basically you screw up, you have to start over. Like it, it will punish well, you regardless no, you of have that. To re, but you have to re-recruit your soldiers and build them up again. Oh, so, so effectively, do you, do you like? Do you are you aware of what XCOM is? I'm aware of it to a point. So anything you guys feel is probably gonna be about, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Like, you know the name of it? So, so, so it's like a top-down tactics strategy, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm aware of that part. Okay. And, oh, gosh. So you recruit soldiers. They start off as recruits, and you go all the way up to major, I believe. Yes. Yeah. That takes a long time because they have to go through several several missions to class up, right, because they get experience and everything. Probably, probably five to six, like, actual hard missions to get them to level pretty right. well. Right. Like, okay. Yeah, it's it's tough to level up a guy, and and so the game is always progressing whether you are or not. Mm-hmm. There's actually you're kind of on a timer because mm-hmm. they're going to basically destroy the world in a certain time. You can kind of delay it by doing certain missions, black side missions and stuff to to knock their timer down. But 
the game's going to end. Mm-hmm. Right? If you lose soldiers through it and you have to recruit people, they don't have any of their skills. And the skills are what makes the soldiers viable. You know, you have a sniper that can that can cover an entire zone, and anything that moves in there, they're going to take a free shot at it. They can get, you know, if you get a kill, you get another action. If you start off with these little, little recruits and they have to work their way up again, they don't have any of that. And and these these last missions, because you can only take your crew of six, and these last missions have like 30, 40 aliens on there. So if you don't have the ability to, to kill multiple in a single turn, you're just going to get overwhelmed. You have to be smart to kill like six aliens. Like it's not... It's not like they just run into the open and you fucking blast them real fast. You just move yeah. on. It's it's, yeah, it's no, all it, it's super tactical. It's, it's, it's realistic. Very enough, tactical. It's realistic okay. enough to where any enemy can kill you if you're not careful. Okay, so, so if you there, fuck up on your actual deployment and placement of your of your squad, right. essentially, you can truly fuck yourself if over. If you move up a tile or two too far and they can come out far enough to flank you, they're going to get a crit and your guy's dead. It's very punishing for any kind of mistake you make in XCOM. Okay, so then after one of those characters dies, then you you can go back and get them. However, you have to start them over from square one. Well, well, you have to just recruit new people. Yeah, it's just a new. It's oh, just a new but person, then you but have to still start the, them from square one. Right, so even right, though you're rookies. Okay, so even though your entire squad could be up, maybe not as high as they can be, but they're much higher than where they were at. As soon as you bring someone on, you've got to work your way through them, too, and you're basically right. pigeonholing yourself as you're going through the game. Right. Wow. So it's really hard. Like, you'll have even... So in normal mode, I did not run across permadeath too often. I only had, I think, two soldiers die the whole time mm-hmm. through my whole campaign. But I got to the end, and so I was like, so I have good soldiers with good abilities. They all work off each other, like three snipers that were able to cover the whole land. If anybody moves, I... Like he was saying, they have suppressing fire. I have good artillery, guys. Everything's going to fucking work. And I barely escaped out of it with my fucking... I, I think all but two of my guys died. I was so close to fucking dying. So wow. if they even... So I'm assuming that they are just... They have... They hit harder. Yeah. They're more accurate. They have more armor. And there are more of them. Yeah. Fuck that noise. Like, so like, like literally every... Everything is scaled up. It's not just like, oh, they have a little more so, HP. So on the commander difficulty, then, that you you beat it on, mm-hmm. um, not only does it increase the actual alien's strength, but does it also hinder or add on additional time that it takes for your squad to actually increase their stats, too? Yes. Holy shit. That would does, it, does it do, like, just basic stat penalties, too? Like, no, how no, you would no, normally no. have, like, 65% chance to hit on a base thing? No, no, no. Does that, it at least drop it or I, anything? No, no, that's the same. What I'm talking that's about... That's next mode up. <laughs> what, I, what I'm talking about is actual, like, research time. You know how... Oh, yeah, to, like, build, It like, takes, uh, like, 14 like days for them to, to research the next upgrade to magnetic weapons. So is it is it 14 days, like, actual real, like, clock time? No, 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 14 no. days? Okay, no, no, so no, no, in-game time. In-game time, yeah. Okay. But that's, like, two missions, you know? Okay. Instead of it being 14 days, it's like 40 days. Ooh, dude, fuck that noise. So wow. you're, by the time I'm getting like magnetic, which is not even, there's, there's regular weapons, there's magnetic weapons, and there's plasma weapons, right? The alien weapons. By the time I'm getting to magnetic, I'm already fighting like the giant sectopods and those flying archons. Like by the time you would, would normally have plasma weapons where they're okay, I'm still on magnetic weapons. You're fighting in-game people at the... With midpoint weapons. That's kind of what he's... 
Like, I uh uh nope. It's, I would stick with normal. And it's so I'm okay there. So I'm wondering if and like every time you come out of a mission, if you have you're even if you get your guys out, they're usually injured, so they need to go to the hospital for infirmary. So I'm assuming that, that the fucking time yep. to, for rest is fatigue, a lot. There's fatigue, uh, fatigue is time longer. is a lot longer yep. too. Wow. Dude, fuck this noise. I don't even want to play it. I get so mad at XCOM two just regular. Oh my god, it's so good though. Like <laughs> like it's such a fun game. It's it's a fantastic game. It's so good. I will it's so addicting. I, if you want, I will let you borrow it. You got it for Xbox then? Yes. He does oh, have by Xbox. all means, yeah. Like I'll like I'll put it on the list then for the things I need to get through. You'll then. love it. I, I you see. Will really I, love I, I'm like, just, this sounds like I'm, a Sherm game. But me. I'm going to tell you though, for a fact, it's just going to be on normal. I'm not. Oh, I think yeah. that's. That's how I always I start a game because yeah. I don't want to ruin it. No, I don't think I want. Yeah, that's. Holy it's shit. It's plenty fucking hard just on normal. Yeah. Like you'll get frustrated. It's like, God damn it. Because you grow. It's kind of like how Fireman was. You grow attached to your guys. You're like, my fucking sniper kicks ass. He kills everybody that fucking. But then you up. make a wrong turn with that. And then you, yeah. you, you customize thing. them. You change all their armor. You can change their name Fuck. and stuff. So like, like it, it doesn't have the story as Fire Emblem does right. for attachment to the characters. Okay. But you're like, God, I love my. Okay, snipers. you got me sold. Go ahead and drop it this way next week, and yeah. I will. I will start that instead of Guardians. I will. I'll, I will go ahead and start I playing that. The, uh, the, the fuck the, is Guardians? Halo. Halo Five. Yeah. yeah. I even have the War of the Chosen, which is the DLC. It makes it even harder. Yeah, I know. I don't want to play that. <laughs> because not only is it the main game, but then the DLC adds enemy commanders. Three enemy commanders that can show up at any time, and they're basically like the end game boss. I thought you never even beat this to, either. No, I got to the last stage, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm good for now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is an achievement. <laughs> so, like, like the end game commander will show up at any point, during any level, at any time. You don't kill them. They have like like thirty health. Like mm-hmm. they're mostly doing like four or five damage, but you just hit them enough times where they retreat. But they will literally show up in the middle of combat, and they're like, "Oh my god, I have to deal with this now." To your missions, some missions are on a timer. I have six turns to get here before everybody dies. That's like actually a good way to describe Dragon is like just when you feel like you have a hand on the situation, like okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pop these guys. I'm like, okay. all of a sudden, fucking reinforcements show up behind you. From where your position is, like fuck. That's the other thing too about commander difficulty is that every mission has an additional pod of aliens of three to four aliens. So even if you, <sighs> the question then is based on that game note itself is that if you, let's say that there is that situation where you do get flanked, like you've defeated the people that are in front of you, and you get these people that are either coming up on the sides or behind you, um, do you actually have to take them out? to progress or there's can you an just objective there's sometimes where you have okay. to kill the rest of the aliens or something like that but it's usually an objective okay. like there's secure different, different types for yeah maps. secure this person and make sure and get them out get them to the evac shopper and sometimes you have to sacrifice somebody to make sure that that turn will at least end that he can hold them off long enough so they can't catch up to like the evac shopper. i'm game hook me up with it's, this one man it's I'll fucking try it. sweet dude it's I'm such down. a good game i'm down yeah it's so satisfying though when you do a mission and you're like, oh. how? So in normal, how, how many hours? Honestly, you can make it almost as long as you want the first one. Yeah. Um, Depending on side yeah, things. Yeah. Because the idea is that you have to build some sort of project. The aliens are basically working on a project that can destroy the planet, and it's a timer, and and you have to build things to con- to counter it. And once ah. you're ready to that point, you can always just activate. You the, can last go mission. the last mission. Yeah, you're time. like, okay, let's go do this. Oh, and you okay. think you're ready, or okay. you can keep. You're like, okay, I want to level. I or if he's like, I want to get two more snipers at high rank. Let's get them first, and then we'll be good. Or wait till these guys heal. 
so I can take this person with me. You can wait a little bit or whatever, however long you want. You can mm-hmm. keep the game going with like side missions and stuff, but you can finish it right there. I'm down. Yes, this this does seem like a Sherm game. I yeah. think he didn't I, I'm down. Yeah, hook me up, man. I will get through it. Yeah. I will make you guys proud. That's a good thing to end on right there. Yeah. So that was actually a really long one there for sure. We hit... Uh, actually, it's just a little over two. Uh, We're not too no, far. more like two hours and 15 minutes there. It's a little over. It's a little <laughs> over. <laughs> That's a quarter of an hour there. So Hold on. Wait a minute. I know what we all need before we go. <laughs> I need a yogi. <laughs> <laughs> God and with, damn it! And That's with, the title of the episode right there. Here and with, Yogi. And with uh, Yogi closing us out there, uh, that's it for episode seven here. So thanks everybody for tuning in. Don't forget you can catch our podcast on our homepage, Anchor.fm/the-npcs-podcast. We're also available on Spotify and Google Podcasts. And again, still just waiting on iTunes to actually pick us up because, according to Anchor, it should just auto do it. Uh, With that said, everybody have themselves a great night, and we will catch you next week. Yeah. Later, guys. God damn it.